Uh, oh my god! Why Wait, is... when did it start did, doing that? Did you just hear that? Yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you guys like, just in case of wondering, the reason why we just reacted the way how we did is that we both heard our computers say recording in progress. So I don't know if that's like a new Zoom thing or whatever, but. They're constantly improving, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, they're always trying to do something to improve what's going on um, with the program. <laughs> okay, so um, let me silence all of this because I do not need that on. <sighs> My God. Um, I feel like it's been a really long time since I've talked to you. I think that it was, it's been about three weeks I think that yeah, about three weeks. I'd say that sounds right. Yeah, I think it's been about three weeks and whatnot um, since we have last recorded everyone. Um, like what we talked about last time, I we feel like this is going to start being more episodic, in a sense, and um, I totally agree with that. Um, the more I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Like with the way how everything is going with Santino and myself and whatever. I think an episodic thing is just a way how to handle everything in general. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's going on with you? What's new with you? Oh, you just a- <laughs> for sure no just just been staying busy um summer starting of course and uh all the fun that comes along with that when it's like a hundred and something degrees outside out here oh but oh uh, my god uh, yeah. i can't i i can't deal with that type of heat already like i it, um i want to say it was about like three weeks ago it was just unbearable around here it was starting to borderline 100 degrees and whatever and now it's like 70s and oh, all man. that, which yeah. is really awesome. You know, I thought about you the other day because I saw um, I saw that tickets were going on sale um, for um, the Giants. And mm-hmm. I was like, I only want to see um, a group. Um, I only want to see the Giants play against um, a group that everyone loves to pretty much like watch like actually pay attention to yeah. and the, the la dodgers as i was trying to figure out because <laughs> this is how out of the loop i am with <laughs> baseball everyone um <laughs> so i was looking and i was like what's la i don't understand like i was like i'm assuming it stands for los angeles but i was like i think los angeles has at least two or three baseball teams right yeah, well, the, the Dodgers are really the only team that plays in L.A., but there's a team that plays in Anaheim that also calls himself L.A. Hmm. And um, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, isn't there a group called Angels or something? Yeah, the Angels know? are the ones they play in Anaheim, which oh, okay. they used to call themselves that. But see, it's like actually it's even more stupid because Anaheim is further away, but it would be like, okay, you've got the, the Oakland A's. It would be like yeah. if they just started calling themselves the San Francisco A's. Oh yeah. Even totally. though they play in Oakland, which that's Oakland and San Francisco are closer together than LA and Anaheim are. But yeah, the Anaheim team calls himself LA for some reason. So 
Um, it's more reputable, I'm assuming. Yeah, Something exactly. stupid and whatever. You know, it's, it reminds me of the Warriors. The Warriors, they were they used to be called San Francisco Warriors. Mm-hmm. Now they're called Golden Gate Warriors when they're clearly playing in Oakland. <laughs> like, well, that's that's the thing. They're very confused with their identity because, yeah, okay, so they were originally, well, when they first moved to California, they were originally San Francisco Warriors. They played in the Cow Palace, I believe. Yes. Uh, and then they moved to Oakland and they called themselves Golden State, but they would wear San Francisco on their shit. Now they move back yeah. to San Francisco and they wear Oakland on their shit. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, it's the battle between the the two cities, basically. Um, yes, San Francisco has more money, but a lot of people don't understand that Oakland actually has hella money, too. Yeah, so that's... They- so, like, Oracle Arena is over there and everything. I mean, like, they can, like, literally buy out the rights, probably... Don't like, don't come for me, everyone, when I'm saying something <laughs> like that or whatever. But like, if you think about it, it's totally freaking true. I mean, no, like, it's hella true. Yeah, it, it's hella true. Um, you know, um, I really want to see the Giants play, but mm. if you look at their tickets, I don't know if it's the same thing for your area, but they have now vax seating. That's what they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. Whatnot. They're calling it like vaccining and whatever. So basically, you take your COVID test and whatever, your PCR test, you cannot sit, even if you bought the damn tickets without proving that you actually did the PCR test, basically. And I'm just like, oh my God, I hella want to watch the LA Dodgers play against the Giants because everyone loves both of those teams yeah. and whatnot. So who do you think would win? Because L.A. Dodgers well, is coming over here soon. Yeah, well, they just played in San Francisco, and the Dodgers won all three of those. Now they're mm-hmm. currently playing in L.A., and they just had the first of a four-game series. The Dodgers won that last night. So mm-hmm. see how it goes tonight for sure. That's uh, my whole thing is don't uh, – I, I don't ever like to assume. That's that's the thing. Like, I, I like sports. Uh, you know, I, I, make, uh, I make no bones about what teams I like. But I hate when you run into to fans that are like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick your ass. Isn't that what it's like? Hey, I'm not the one that's down on the field doing this. I can't be making these claims. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to see what's going to happen here. You know, I'll root for my team, but hopefully it's a good game. <laughs> Dude, it's like the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders hey, fans. Hey, I'm a Raiders <laughs> fan. I don't got to let it kick it. <laughs> I the can't Raiders wait fans to go to always that. say that they're going to kick everyone's ass and they always <laughs> lost. It's like so I crazy. can't wait to go to that new stadium in Vegas, though. But it's like it's ridiculous right now. I was just out of curiosity since tickets had gone on sale, just looking to see hmm. like you're talking seats anywhere else that would be, you know, between 50 and 100 dollars a person they're like between five at 500 and a thousand a person at that new stadium it's shut crazy. the hell up like yeah. right when you said that um i actually started typing in raiders tickets so when is that supposed to open well it opened last year they played their first season in vegas last year but of course there was no fans so at the end of summer yeah. this year when football starts that's going to be the first season at the new stadium with fans so you know just because it's new hella people probably want to go check it out anyway and with it being in vegas plus i mean it's just it looks hella nice it's like jesus it's, christ some of these are really insane yeah no i'm that's, just looking at I don't even if I had it like that, I just don't know that I could pay like twenty thousand dollars a seat to go to a game. That's just like a regular game. What that, kind of like, what kind of um what, what who made the arena? 
Um, wait, what do you mean? Like who, who are the architects or? Yeah. For the Raiders location. I have Jesus no idea. Rice is so uh, expensive for the Vegas. Oh yeah. Well, for the LA tickets. I'm looking at them in the cheapest from what I'm seeing is 200. Then it jumps to 350 and it just goes up from there. That's too much. <laughs> that is way the hell too much. Oh my God. I don't even know who in the world made that. I'm so curious now who made the Raiders new stadium. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I'm trying to find who the architects were. Oh, uh, somebody called Manica architecture, a firm. Yeah. Manica architecture. Huh? Never heard of them. That's so crazy. And how many people does it hold? Uh, I want to say Dude, that sitting out there watching a football game is going to be so painful. Well, it's 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 covered. So it's covered. Yeah. Sixty five thousand is the capacity. So they are about wow. to make money selling tickets this year. Wow. That's hella crazy. They're probably trying. They're probably hijacking the prices so high right now just to make up for lost time or whatever. Do you yeah, think so? Or, yeah. or do you think? Oh, it's no, I'm, be I'm like sure that? of it because like that's the whole thing. Like once the stadium opened, the Raiders like instantly became one of the most valuable teams in football. Uh, wow. Because they, you know, like they basically leveraged the team against the construction of the stadium. Um, so <laughs> wow. like that's that's the whole thing. So now obviously they're paying it off, whatever. But like, fuck it. They're not trying to hurt their net worth. So they're going to make sure that they keep a, a solid floor on those ticket prices and, uh, you know, keep themselves as one of the most valuable teams. Wow. That is so freaking insane. Um, you know, are you. Did, are you going to be making your way to California anytime soon? Hopefully soon. I don't know. We're still seeing it's all up in the air for summertime. Just, you mm. know, with my wife starting her new job, she's taking yeah. over a new classroom and everything. So she has certifications, testing and things like that, that she's going to be doing this summer. Yeah. Um, but yes, I am. I'm hoping I, it would be nice to just get out of town a, a little bit. You know? Oh, it's my been, God. Please get out of long, town. Right. <laughs> you have to get out of town because like. Being cooped up um, basically at home 24-7, even if you're, even if like you work from home and whatever, it still feels like you are just cooped up in Oh no, it's a, yeah, state just need to, yeah, need to go like stretch my legs somewhere. Just, yeah, yeah we were just talking about today. Like it's been so long just since, since I've been to the beach even, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. Got, got to do it sooner rather than later. So, you know, you've heard about what Gavin Newsom is doing for the incentives, um, the new incentives for people to get vaccinated, right? I, I heard some of them, but uh, I know a lot of different places are. What's what's he got going on? So they're doing cash prizes and this goes for pre, um, pre-cash prize. So basically, if you've already been vaccinated since last year, you are able to enter Basically, and like oh, one man. of the biggest cash prizes, I believe, is like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Damn. Okay. And whatnot. And um, he, they are giving away fifty thousand dollars to, I believe, eight different individuals. I oh, don't know. Wow. I don't know what it is, but that I, I was just kind of wondering: is that an incentive that Arizona? should be doing or at least oh yeah uh, nevada's doing something like that i don't know only eight states from what i understand right now are doing this or well, altogether so, nine 
we're we're a little fucked up out here because our governor's a dumbass. So he's one of those that like like here's like fucking Trump and like here's him. Like he's got his head so far up Trump's ass, you don't know where one <laughs> ends and the other one begins. So since Arizona went blue, he's punishing the state now. Since he's he's on his last term anyway, so he does he gives no fucks. So he oh is God. punishing Arizona. Um, wow. So, yeah, he's not doing any sort of incentives, anything like that. Um, he's really making things difficult for businesses, small businesses mm-hmm. to reopen, things like that. He's just a total fucking douchebag. Wow. Um, but, at least you, you know, ha- that's... You, well, at least you're not affected by his bullshit. No, no, no. But the that's... school suffering, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the schools are suffering, uh, you know, not just in terms of like funding and everything, too, but... You know, there's updated curriculum standards just across the whole country that they're just like refusing to adopt and shit. And it's like, why? You know, we're already Mm. in the bottom percentile in terms of education. Teachers don't get paid very well out here. It's like, Mm. why do you want to turn Arizona into fucking Alabama just because, you know, this fucking tiny handed orange imbecile that fucking brain dead (laughs) idiots jerk off to his picture like uh, got only uh, got voted out after one term, but whatever, you know, again, it's like I said, he's just, he's in the business of punishing Arizona right now. Mm. He's at the end of his last term. So he does, he gives no fucks. So yeah, he's, I guess to go back to the original question, yeah, he's not offering any sort of incentives out here. Now there are businesses who are, I know, like, for example, like our baseball team, I hear the diamondbacks, they had a vaccination site at the baseball stadium. So if you got vaccinated there, like you would get free tickets or something like oh. that. So it's still, at least it's something little, but like, yeah. as far as like, like the big cash prizes, things like that, nah, Arizona's not offering anything like that. Unfortunately. Total sidebar. Are you a fan of the diamondbacks? No, fuck no. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got Why? one team and that's my team. That's, that's the way I look at it. Like, I don't know. I get annoyed with people that, They'd be like, oh, I like this team and I like that team. And it's like, well, you like all of them then. So you're just waiting to see who wins and be like, oh, yeah, that's my team right there. Oh, yeah. You got it. Or they they may have betted with someone or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate, hate, oh, my God. I hate people that literally piggyback on who's winning. Honestly, I I really fucking hate that. But I will admit, I did not, because like it's been so long since the Giants even won anything way back in the day. I'm talking about 2012. I was like not paying attention. I was like, oh God, they're such losers right now and whatever. But when I started hearing that they were actually winning that's when i started paying attention all over again but that's that was a lot of people in those days which it's like okay that's that's cool like if that's what brings you to it but then also don't act like you're like because like hella people would act like they like knew what was up or they were just like down with it the whole time it's like come on now you know oh yeah you know you just started following just stop with that (laughs) which it's just like anything else that once it becomes popular you know i i hate to take that like hipster approach like oh i liked it first or whatever um but at the same time it's like if you if you jump on something and it's like a new thing don't try and act like you're some kind of expert on it just 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 admit it's like hey i'm just getting into this you know it's it's fun whatever but oh my god you know (laughs) speaking of people acting like they're experts um it I'm sure you've been seeing the fuckery, the bullshittery, the con artistry and everything when it comes down to the cryptos and everything. Oh, oh Everyone I, is I now was an hoping expert. we would talk about that. Everyone oh, no. now thinks they're an expert. People are so <laughs> fucking stupid. I swear to God. Now, here's my whole thing. 
most of these people who are talking the loudest, they don't have very much skin in the game, if if at all. Yeah. But oh, you're making a big mistake, this and that, and blah blah blah. Here, here's the deal. Over the past couple of weeks, I, I don't got a lot to kick it. We have lost a lot in crypto, just in terms of our my family's personal net worth here. Yeah. Um, but we are still up from where we started. Yeah. And I'm still looking at it as a market correction. In fact, as douchey as it sounds, I have been buying in the dip. So, hmm. you know, hopefully I have not been buying in the dip whatsoever. <laughs> that's the, Ethereum. If you notice, I think the thing Bitcoin, it was I'm going to be like cutting dip. out how much I spend on. Oh, for sure, for sure. And what else? We can still keep on talking about it, but in, yeah. the, in the actual recording, you're definitely not going to hear me and be like, oh, yeah, I spent this much <laughs> money on one solid fucking share. Oh, no. <laughs> People but, are going to be like, what the hell? But, <laughs> right. <laughs> No, but I, I think that's the thing is Ethereum is going to rebound eventually. I think the other one that you'll want to pay attention to, and I'm by no means an expert on it, but I've noticed that the losses have not been as severe with this kind of market correction downturn, whatever you want to call it. What, do you, what do you mean by correction? Explain to the listeners, like, because so, I'm a little confused when you're saying, oh, I find this to be a correction because yeah. I was kind of like, so, well, are you like full encompass talking about the stock market in general, or are you just talking well, about the crypto in general? Or for, specifically? In, in this case, crypto specifically, but okay. it is something that can apply to the market in general. So mm. essentially what it is, is anytime the market is rallying and prices are going up, 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 you're going to get a lot of people who jump on the bandwagon just a little bit too late, and they're going to artificially inflate, inflate the prices a bit more. Well, yeah. once the people who you know actually like they'll set a mark or you have people that buy. Uh, and I don't know if this is the same with crypto. So I may be talking mm. out my ass here. Anyone who's listening, if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. But um, you have people who buy option contracts that are obligated to sell once they make a certain amount of money. I don't know um, how to get into that. that sounds uh, I've more actually like a... just recently gotten into it myself, but it's more on the stock end. I was um, say it sounds more hedge fund. Like, it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. That's it's, why. It's kind <laughs> that's why of, I'm like, I'm not interested. <laughs> for me, it's kind yeah. of the next step. And I'm working with somebody who has mm -hmm. essentially been kind of holding my hand through the whole process, just really explaining mm. everything step by step, because I, I'm I'm not smart enough to just, you know, jump into something like this by myself. But it is um it is pretty interesting. It it's it's a safer bet, but you're not going to make as much if you don't invest as much. So that's Is this where something it becomes... that we're going to have to like chop out. Does no, one? I, okay. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to get into any of the specifics of mine personally. Okay. But just if anyone is listening, if they're interested, um, you know, if you've kind of reached that next step, uh, and, and I'll go ahead and preface this by saying I am by no means a financial expert. Believe me, my if you looked at my bank balance, you'd know that. But <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> look at look at my look at my past purchases on my uh, 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 statement. Um, so I'm by no means a, a financial expert. But here's my whole thing. Once you reach a certain point with your investment, whether it's crypto stocks, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. you're going to find that you're sitting on, you know, enough money that it's like, OK, I'm not comfortable risking this right now because this is something that, you know, I could definitely be utilizing in my future here. Yeah. And and again, everyone's appetite for risk is different. So for some people, that's a that's a five figure number. For some people, it's a six, seven, eight figure number. I, it would be nice to get to that point someday. Knock on wood. But 
you will reach a certain point where it's like, okay, you need a more stable investment that, you know, you're maybe not going to make quite as big of a return, but Mm -hmm. you're not taking as much of a risk. So that's where your Mm -hmm. option contracts come in. At least for me, that's kind of been the next step in the game. Um, And I'd be lying if I said I still at this point had a complete knowledge of it. I just, Mm -hmm. like I said, I've been working with somebody who's kind of been uh, very patient with explaining step by step what's going on here with this. And so far, knock on wood, it's been making money. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a financial expert. Anyone who is interested in this, if you think you know, you're ready to take your investing to that level, definitely talk to whoever your broker is. You got to deal with a real brokerage. So if you're dealing with fucking Robin Hood or whoever, get out of that. It's get a real brokerage account where you can talk to a human being and discuss, you know, what they can make your money do for you. Um, but that has kind of been, that's been. What do you think about, but what do you think about the fact that um, using no real people is the direction everything, everything is leaning more towards. What do you think about that? Ultimately, I think it's great um, because honestly, I, I do purchase crypto through two different accounts like that. So, I mean, it mm-hmm. may have sounded like I was bagging on it before, it's not Robin Hood, but um, mm. I, I, I guess, I mean, I can share this info because again, it's nothing too specific. I will so say I, have, I, I don't trust Coinbase. I do have Coinbase. I don't trust it because when They're I was of- about, when I was about to buy something, I was like looking at it and I'm like, they, these bitches are fucking charging way more. Like I'm talking about like, at least I was looking at, um, 15, 20% hike. Yeah, their fees are ridiculous. So the thing with Coinbase, and the only thing I use them for is you can purchase proof of stake coins through them. Um, Mm. Algorand is the big one, which I may have mentioned that earlier, but if not, everybody get into Algorand. Trust me on this one. Never Um, heard of that. All the experts agree. Um, But that that one's paying. It is, yeah. So that one's paying 6% interest right now in terms of just like proof of stake. So, I mean, think about it. Dividends, basically, or no? It's essentially like dividends for crypto, but they call it proof of stake. I, I, Hmm. again, I'm not smart enough to know exactly the difference, but if you just kind of want to boil it down to the most simple, yes, it's essentially dividends for crypto. Hmm. Um, I know it has something to do with your purchasing coins for developers to use. They're still yours, but developers Hmm. are using your coins in the meantime, and then you get paid that little percentage for letting them do that. So I will say Coinbase is very good at explaining that. So I do use Mm. them for any any kind of proof of stake coin. But if I'm just buying just to buy, um, I've been sticking with crypto.com lately. Um, Really? Yeah, well- Why them? I never heard of them. Their fees are lower and um, like, this is gonna sound so, so petty, but- (laughs) Is this still something I should- it's okay for me no, to keep it. No, or, you can okay. totally keep it because okay, I, I think there are people out there who are like me and they do this. But the card you get, the debit card with their account, it's a metal card. So Ooh. <laughs> that was right. 
Wow. That was like, oh, okay. I'm I'm signing up for this just because I get that metal card. But um, well, and you got to have some you got to have some dough to you can get a metal card for not that much with them. But they've got like the Hmm. upgraded ones like their obsidian, which is like their version of like the black card. You have to keep like 100K in assets for that. So I'm not quite there just yet. But that is a lot of asset. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that is that's a lot of asset, everyone. Yeah, just in crypto. Geez, like you guys know that. Some of these fucking coins, they're like, well, Bitcoin's almost, I feel like it's just got obliterated with what's his name's nonsense that he was spouting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's see. Because Bitcoin he, is down. Because Where are they he, at right now? Because he's, um, Elon Musk was basically saying to get one coin, I guess, requires a lot of electricity, which is the energy. Let's be yeah. real. It's it's just electricity, everyone. Yeah. Um, they were saying that it just takes too much energy to create one or to dig up one or mine for one. I still don't even get that damn term mining. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like digging through the internet, looking for something that is an NFT to turn it into a fucking Bitcoin. That's the only thing that I can think of. I still don't really understand how blockchain mining works, to be honest with yeah. you. Like, I, from what like, I understand, it doesn't make sense it's like, to me because, like, his fucking company uses the most energy. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, like, I see, don't understand. That's it's whatever. The, but he's, he's an asshole anyway. And that's like, oh God, remember back in the day, especially you had all these fucking, like, I was living in the Bay Area at the time, like, all these, like, pseudo intellectual, like, wannabe tech kids who just they worship the ground that fucking lunatic walked on and it's like this guy has not invented anything he is literally thomas edison like he is putting his name on other people's shit and patting himself on the back for being a genius like what i have no idea because like how many years ago was that you're talking about uh, i'm gonna sound so old what when tesla first came out like what was it like maybe 15 years ago or so let's see I have no idea when the world, I just remember the first time I ever seen a Tesla was back in, oh my God. If my old classmate is listening to this, um, Chris, because he was a sound engineer um, and he is working in Los Angeles from what I understand in terms of music and whatnot. I remember he was working for Tesla back in 2008 or nine. And he said that this was like the big, that was his biggest accomplishment at the time. Oh, wow. But see, back then, though, I think it was they had a more singular vision just in terms of, you know, making. And it was the Roadsters. I saw the Roadsters. Yeah, that was what it was. It was a Tesla Roadster. Yeah, I saw um, Chris talk about. Oh, my God, I'm going to have. I deleted my Facebook, so I can't even remember Chris's last name. Oh, my God. I was about to be like, should I look it up or whatever? But for some odd reason, believe me, for some odd reason. Facebook recognizes if I actually type in the word Facebook and it already has all my fucking password and shit ready to go. It's really oh, weird. Yeah, no, and that's it was really weird. And I was and I was like, bitch, I thought I fucking deleted and erased everything. It's been like three months or more. I think the thing is we all have to admit that like we don't really like own our identity anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're doing shit online, like somebody knows what's up. Cause yeah, like say for example. 
Like I got a new computer a while ago. My wife got a new computer uh, just a couple weeks ago. You That's go to that. set that set that shit up, and yeah, it pulls all your info from the cloud and everything. But like, even if you go on the internet or something, all your search history from your old computer is already saved. So I mean, this is all oh, yeah. like being stored somewhere. If somebody really needs to pull the file on you, they can. That yes. being said, I don't think most of us are doing anything all that interesting that anyone really wants to spy on us. But yes, <laughs> I mean, if they could. Or if they wanted to, they could, I suppose. You know, it's just it's just kind of crazy, like fucking Facebook already. Like I I erased everything. So I don't know if that has anything to do with what the fuck is going on or whatever. But it was just so it was just so weird. I just had to throw that out there. But yeah, so that was the first time I'd ever seen a Tesla. It was a Tesla Roadster, it was old school and whatever. It still kind of looks like the Tesla roadster a little that you know that was supposed to have come out like oh god how many years ago at this point yeah everyone that... invested money into it was 250 yeah, whatever it went zero to 60 in two seconds and everyone was was like worshiping it back in what 20 i want to say 20 2017 it's showing me here that's when they had the for concept the... for the new roadster for the new roadster yeah, yeah. it was one of those Damn years. I almost said 2015, but I was like, no, I don't think it's 2015 because I got in an argument with one of my friends about <laughs> about um, Tesla or whatever. And also when Trump was running, because we, I was, it just made me remember all of this stuff or whatever right now. But yeah, so I don't understand why in the world people have even invested into the Roadster and he hasn't even done anything about it. So he just like it's like he just kept your money, everyone. Yeah. And he just and he's just coming out with like the what the the Model Y, which is a smaller version of the Model X. And then he well, no, the Model Y is the one with the gull wing doors. The Model Three is the smaller version, which that's the one that came out. No, but no, no, still, no, no, a lot no. of people got ripped off on that. No, 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 no. He was supposed to come out with a smaller version of the SUV X. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that that the Model X with the Falcon wings that. You can only get that. You cannot get that one when you spend 80,000, when you spend 100K plus, then you can get the Falcon Wing one. See, and that's that's so stupid to me. It's yeah, I, I don't I mean, I guess. Well, OK, everybody has their I, for lack of a better term, dream car or, yeah. you know, just whatever there is. So. I mean, I guess if you really, really wanted it that bad, but it's like you're literally paying like tens of thousands of dollars more for like upgrades that aren't making your experience any like more luxurious or any better or anything. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't, but okay, here's the thing. And like, don't, don't come at me. Cause like, I know Tesla people are very, uh, <laughs> they take their shit seriously. Oh, but, you, uh... you, oh, speaking of neighbor next mm -hmm. door. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you finish what you just said, but oh, no, I'm no, going to no. go right back to what they just said to me. Um, do you want to finish what you're saying? Oh, no, that, that's I mean, all I'm saying is it does seem like, uh, you know, if if that's your thing, you got some messed up priorities when it comes to, you know, what you're looking for in in a car. But hey, if you got the money like that, good for you. I can't tell you how to spend it. So, you know, most of these people that have a Tesla, OK, the people who are, quote unquote, well off. Let's be real, everyone. They all have at least one or two more gasoline cars. They're mm -hmm. not actually mm -hmm. fucking driving 
all electric 24 fucking seven or whatever. And plus no one has the time to be sitting around even at the fastest charger of like an hour or two to be sitting around for that long, unless you are literally going shopping. But if you're doing cross country bullshit, I'm not staying at no creepy ass gas station to fucking wait for a charge. Yeah. (laughs) No, what happens if you're out in like the middle of nowhere and you got to plug in? Oh my God. Those people like, they don't believe in, in, they believe in the gasoline cars. Or yeah. more so, the diesel trucks is what they oh, yeah, believe yeah. in more. Um, so basically, and there's a neighbor. Um, we always see the the Model Three, which is obviously the generic version of the Model S. Everyone um, from Tesla. So I always said to my husband, "How the fuck are they fucking dealing with plugging that in? Because they are not even close to their home. They're literally about um, a forty. 50 foot walk away from that car yeah how the hell does that work so i finally like i said to him and i said to myself like you know what i if i see whoever owns that car i have to talk to them because i want to know what in the world are they doing to make this really happen so finally these people um they're a young married couple. Um, they may be older than me, or unless they just don't take care of their appearance <laughs> and whatever. I have no idea. But <laughs> I asked them, how in the world are you keeping up with plugging this thing in? Because your car does not get a good mile, does not get good range whatsoever. Yeah. Model 3 does not get good range. I believe Model 3 only gets about 250 at the most for the most expensive model, I believe. Oh, that's ridiculous. And then I believe it's like 220, 230 for the regular model. Okay. So I asked them and they said, and I said, and I said the same thing, what I just said to you guys on here. And they were so surprised that I stopped them and they said, you know what, to be really honest with you, this is not a reliable car. (laughs) because we now work we work from home and everything and all the above and I was like oh okay because I was just kind of curious because like my husband and I we were talking about getting an electric car but we're just like how in the world are they doing it and whatnot like what is the inconvenience happening that's yeah that's the whole thing yeah it's it's just really weird and they said thankfully we both work from home so that makes it easier yeah but when we need to charge because there's no such thing as a cord that's 50 feet long, yeah, basically. Yeah. The cord is only like, what, 10 feet, everyone, or whatever. And um, and plus, like, you have to have that stupid cord. Um, you have to, if you do have a garage, you have to have make sure that the outlets are on a certain side or whatever. So yeah, you can actually a, reach yeah it. exactly. And it's like, especially you have to have like the box, right? Um, you can use a pedestrian outlet, which they <laughs> said is going to take at least 10 to 12 hours to fully charge oh yeah no i figured they'd need like one of this but like like when you unplug your your washing machine (laughs) excuse me in refrigerator or something it's got that big like boxy thing i figured they'd need something like that but yeah okay i mean hey if they can plug it into the wall outlet too good for them well the fastest for the home ones is three or four hours i mean that's not terrible because here's here's my whole thing because but by the way, definitely... they said that. The, but they said that they have to plug their. They 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 plan around how they shop to plug it in. Spit out your water! <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. 
Oh my God. Yes. They have to plan their shopping around plugging their car in. And I asked them and I was, and I was waiting for them to say this. And I said to them, where are you guys from originally? And I said to myself, they gotta be from Mill Valley or something because those are the types of people that do that. They're the, like, I swear to God, I'm not even, I'm not even joking when I say this and I don't even care if anyone comes for me because I know what I'm talking about. So anyone who lives in Sausalito or Mill Valley and has a Tesla, they usually only have one car. And they're those type that literally will ride their bike over the Golden mm-hmm. Gate Bridge mm-hmm. to get to SF. And just <laughs> so you know, you guys, that is not an easy bike ride at all. Oh, You're no. driving the back road mountain part yeah. of yeah. <laughs> getting to San Francisco. That is not easy. And then you're not even including getting to the financial district once you get over that fucking bridge. Yeah. No, that is just no. so crazy. But yes, they said that they were from Sausalito. And I said, oh my God, that is such a Mill Valley thing that you guys <laughs> just told me right now. And they were laughing, but I don't think they really got it because they're white mm-hmm. and whatnot. <laughs> I don't think they really got it, but I'm like, sis, like I, I'm sure when I just said that, you kind of got what I just said. But also they said it was just so unreliable. So they rely on sitting in the Target parking lot for up to two hours and whatever. Oh like they, no. They do this um every just in case because remember the battery life drains significantly when it's freezing outside, but not mm-hmm. right now when it's hot. Okay. When mm-hmm. it's hot, it's like totally fine from what I understand. But if your range is only 230 and if it goes down 30%, dude, that is not that's not good range at all. No, not but at no, all. That is not good range at all. And um, but yeah, they sit in target the target parking lot where I live and whatnot and just wait for the charge there. And I'm just like, wow, that is just too much. But at least that they have the Tesla chargers there. I literally see fucking six Teslas parked in a row with the people sitting in their car all the time because I'm like you guys must not either have the plug or have the resources to really plug it in or something because I'm seeing that too often now everyone's sitting in their car yeah that's now I I remember years ago I went to someone's house who they had the i3 which I would love to get one of those my wife thinks they are so ugly so they're so ugly they're the (laughs) roly-poly no (laughs) no I think they're cool looking but yeah no my my wife, she put her foot down on that one. So it's like, I'm not even going to argue, but um, they had, now they had like, it was like a charging station you can buy from BMW, which again, I'm assuming you have to like fuck with the wiring of your house to be able to actually plug it in. But it looked like it was like some kind of quick charger the way they were explaining it to me. It wasn't like the mm-hmm. typical, like, you know how it looks like almost like a gas thing and you plug it in, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It really? was just like a little, like, I, I think it theirs goes into it. the hood of the car. Yeah, yeah, it, but it almost looked like like a big ass like like laptop charger or something like that. Mm. And apparently, from what they were saying, is you could get a full charge uh, between like two and three hours. So- it's because um, the the range on the the i three everyone. Um, which is also because I can say this for the Mini Cooper because they just came out with their newest um, all electric Mini, the Model S, and you can only get it in the S model. They it runs on the same engine, a four cylinder, as the i3. Okay, but um, for the i3, your range. Then this is where I, it's just painful to me to even like fathom buying one. It's 120 miles. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
if the if the mod if the Mini Cooper's um, all electric is based off of that, and I did look it up, it was literally only 120 miles fully charged and everything. And I was like, dude, that is like you get to San Francisco, you plug it in right away before you even leave because you're not going to make it home yeah, <laughs> or something exactly. like that. But um, but if you do get the mo- the i three, you should get the you should get the high um oh, the no, hybrid. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with the hybrid for sure, just for that reason. Because apparently now the hybrids also, which I never, I used to have a boss who drove a Prius, but I never showed much interest in them. Don't they? They can actually charge their own battery when it's in fuel mode, right? Well, for um, because my husband has um, a hybrid um, sedan, so it's not a plug in, but it's a hybrid. So for the i3, they're all plug in hybrids. Mm -hmm. Well, either a full on plug in electric and or a plug in hybrid. So if you get the extended, because I believe for the i3, I think they model, they called it. the XL for extended life or something like that. Yeah, I think that's I correct. Let me see. Um, it only it holds um, two gallons. It holds two gallons of gasoline or something. Yeah. So it prolongs the life of that to um, 220 miles. Yeah. So that's what it's showing me here. So it's got um, 150 mile range on the electric. And then it gets 39 miles per gallon. So with that, like just doing some rough math here, you'd be looking at what, 230 miles altogether. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah. And you, and all, and of course, everyone, you don't want to ever really try running your car to the very little (laughs) because that reserve that the, the quote unquote um, empty sign is actually right before you hit the reserve reserve. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't really want to burn that gas anyway, because like, that's where all the like sludge and gross shit accumulates. If your car is, you know, more than six months, a year old, it's going to start accumulating that. I don't care how good, how good a care you take of it. But, uh, yeah, you don't really want to burn that gas when the tank gets like super, super low. I know some of y'all out there, uh, we'll keep driving even when the light comes on, but don't do that. Trust me. Save yourself on some uh, some future maintenance here. Just stop and get gas before you see the light, ideally, but as soon as it comes on. You know, I always fill up my car right when it's like halfway. I think it's, I'm always like, oh, it's, it's almost empty and everything. Like ever yeah. since my friend said that, but it's because she can afford whatever the hell she wants. Yeah, She does it all the time. So she feels, well, she drives a big ass Acura, mm-hmm. big ass Acura SUV. So, um, and it's, and it's not a young model too. It's about 10 years old at this point. Yeah. She always says, always fill up your car when it hits halfway. It doesn't matter if it gets good gas mileage, range, whatever. Always just do it that way. And she said, I always play it safe. And ever since she told me that over a year ago, I just, I was always like, oh, I usually like fill my car up when it's like a quarter. Now I just do half. Yeah, that's, I usually do like at a quarter, but yeah, it is probably smarter to do a half really. Um, I know like back in the day, like remember in the Bay Area when gas was like fucking $5 a gallon. Back then I was almost there. Yeah, (laughs) I would fill up every day just to keep my shit topped up just because you're spending the same amount of money in a week, but it hurts less. You just go and put like 10, 15 bucks every day versus spending like 70 to fill up. It's like, okay, cool. You know, it's totally true because um, especially when you drive a German motor, everyone that only takes premium. supreme gas or whatever premium whatever in the world they categorize it as at the gas station 
it's all it takes. So um, speaking of cars, after our vacation that we had, we're yeah. now Which so we haven't upset. even really talked about that. So we gotta get back <laughs> to that. But yeah, no. Um, I we are so now obsessed with Jeep Wrangler. Everything really? every single time we've gone to Hawaii, everyone, we always get a Jeep because you need that type of car for the type of terrain that's out there. Yeah, yeah. Especially I've... for where we keep on going on the big island. Because we go to the big island a lot more. We've gone to Oahu once so far. Um, which I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to the whole experience and everything. You're going to be so gel when I tell oh, you. Oh, I'm sure I will. And everything. Um, but to get to the coffee farm that we love, you need a goddamn four by four. You cannot be driving a four by four regular SUV up that damn mountain. There's, yeah. it's, it's, you need, you need like a truck with whatever those things are called, the sway bar, because I did not understand what I was looking at <laughs> in the fucking Jeep. I was like, what is, what's this weird sway bar mode that you, I think it's like when you're actually driving on boulders. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. So yeah. Um, There's a like, lot of dips. Like, it's not like, like this there. Yeah. So it, we it basically, it locks the suspension so that they don't work independently of one another. Um, yeah. So you can't like get like one tire stuck or something like that. Like everything is huh. working in concert with each other. And I'm definitely not enough of a mechanic to explain like the why behind it, but I know exactly mm -hmm. what it is you're, you're talking about. Yeah. That's definitely a feature you need if you're going to be doing any sort of uh, off-road driving for sure. Yeah. So um, to, because the elevation for this coffee farm is over 1500 feet. Which, uh, which coffee farm, by the way? Um, well, it's not this one. This one <laughs> is, um, this is just a glass. Um, this one is Kona Mountain Coffee, which I highly recommend getting. Okay. Highly recommend it. It is stupid expensive, but it's worth it. It's, it's really worth it. It's, it's worth one it. of those things though. It's, it's all subjective. Cause I've been drinking a lot. We've been, well, we've been drinking a lot more Hawaiian at home lately and it's, yeah, it costs a little more, but it is a sliding scale when it comes to coffee. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you know me, I'm the kind of person I buy a lot of Blue Mountain. I like, you know, Kopi Luwak, all of those, like whatever, where it's I like, to me, it's worth it. Try, uh, look up, look up Kaya Kopi. That's the one you want to try. Because oh they're it's probably um, going to be so stupid expensive. It's not bad because you can. They sell it in smaller formats. So if you just want to get like a little just to try it, you What's can it do that. Kaya Kopi. Uh, Is it K Paya or Kaya? Uh, Kaya. K-A-Y-A, I believe. Let's see. K-A-Y-A. Kaya. Yeah. Kopi with a C or K-O-P-I. K-O-P-I. Yeah. Kaya Kopi. She says <laughs> oh my god okay so the price so i just did a basic google search everyone i just typed in kaya kopi coffee price and i'm assuming this is the brand right the one right yeah with like the black sticker on there that's it right that yeah. one so basically it's um i built this little sachet okay everyone it's 200 dollars, and from looking at the sachet it looks like about four ounces probably no right? that's that that picture must be wrong because i want to say the the 200 i think you're getting eight ounces at that price let's see. really for that sachet eight ounce that that cannot be eight ounces for that sachet 
because like it's like uh, saying blue bottle is um how many ounces do the blue bottle they sell really blue bottle odd, comes in eight ounces yeah they sell yeah. it in a very odd number um i recall it was not an even number the last time i bought some yeah they're oh, always, okay they're always fluctuating I will so say. yeah so i'm i'm on their site right now so 200 oh, grams is which is seven 16. ounces is oh. yeah so that wow. yeah that's like a pound for that price um wow. which is worth it but it's that is over a hundred dollars more than the most expensive coffee that i brought back from hawaii <laughs> just so you guys know it is a hundred dollars more <laughs> now what do you think about uh big island coffee roaster have you tried their stuff? Never heard of them. They're not the, bad. It's definitely more entry level Hawaiian coffee. But for somebody who's looking to try, you know, premium Hawaiian coffee and not like pay out the stupid, ass. It's, yes. Yeah. They're they're worth checking out. Well, um, do they have a farm? Because I passed by so many farms when when we were descending from the mountain. Yeah, after the after that, here. as I will say that, like we literally. Um, came across quite a few different coffee farms but you know i can only drink so much coffee and not get the jitters and oh, no, probably sure. not sleep <laughs> now here's here's the question though i mean when you go to these farms is it just kind of like anything goes like you can try whatever you want or is it just kind of what they have in rotation that day um just because i'm assuming just by the very nature of it a lot of the best Hawaiian coffees are very seasonal so um so I bought coffee that I did not buy. Uh, I bought a few that I did not buy last time I was there a few years ago. Okay. So the the brand that I bought that I literally swear by, you will always hear me talk about it, is Buddha's Cup. Buddha's Cup is literally everything. They always win a magnificent Paris Gourmet Awards for their coffee. They get like a solid 95 rating almost every single time. So the one that I'm really obsessed with right now, and um, and Maria, they have a they have a, a UV light version and mm -hmm. also a non-UV light version. I will say that the prices have gone up because of the pandemic, because most of these places have been closed the entire time. Mm -hmm. So they weren't in Hawaii's actually even though it was such a pain trying to get to hawaii okay it was worth it oh i'm I will sure say it was totally worth it but the thing is is that the prices went up by at least 30 percent well that's and that's and, and that's anyone who's listening like if you've never been anyway hawaii is pretty expensive anyway to begin with so yeah when you're talking 30 40 percent increase that's mm -hmm. um that's that's, that's, a, that's fair a lot amount of cheddar to be dropping for sure because for a pound last time i was there i recalled it was 30 something per pound now it started off um i think i actually have the receipt with me because that this drawer on my right side is literally <laughs> nothing but receipts for taxes for next year. Oh my God. I know that the receipt is in here. Um, I'm just on their site here. It's showing me per pound. You're looking at $75 for uh, most everything they have. Pretty much. I'm not surprised. Um, what the hell? 
I'm not going to dig through all of this and bore <laughs> you guys and whatever. Um, but yes, it was quite expensive. It was very expensive. I only bought three pounds for myself. I'm really obsessed with the dry cherry. That is my I was just favorite. looking at that. I swear I have it right. This is the so dry you, that's cherry. the one. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger. on That, that is my personal favorite right now. Um, I wasn't really sure because they called it ch- um, dry cherry blossom. Mm-hmm. I was a little apprehensive. Okay. I was a little apprehensive um, because the last time that I had a flight because, um, and oh yes, now they, they now charge for the flights, the tasting now, because oh, it, right? it used to be, it used to be free. Um, and of course, like, you know, with everything, like, Let's be real. I will agree. I feel that Hawaii is doing the right thing and whatnot. They're so separate from the U.S. Did you know? I don't know if anyone knows this. Hawaii is competing in the Olympics separately from the U.S. Really? Oh, I did not know that. Like, let's be real, everyone. Hawaii, at some point, they're going to be battled over with Asia down the road. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. And and, I mean, if we're being 100% honest here, and I mean, I am not... Hawaiian, so I certainly don't want to, you know, speak for anyone I'm not you know, Hawaiian with either their anyone. experiences. Yeah, but it does seem like, you know, that is an island or a, a, a group of islands that has been done fairly dirty throughout their history, uh, mm-hmm. even by the U.S., which, you know, yeah, technically they're part of the U.S., but it's like, let's be real here. The I feel U.S. Like they're more like Puerto Hawaii Rico. very good. I feel like they're more yeah, like Puerto Rico. Yeah. They're borderline yeah. more like Puerto Rico. Even though Puerto Rico doesn't have a president, they they actually don't even abide by the president in the U.S., everyone. I feel like at some point they might be more, quote unquote, territory, but they're not officially part of the U.S. Yeah, I think that what that's what may happen. But with every single earthquake and with every single volcano eruption, regardless if if the island is not connected to the big island, that shift does all these micro movements with all of the islands together. And it just pushes them more closer to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it pushes Which them more closer to Japan. Yeah. That's wild. So I'm just saying the dry, the dry cherry blossom, quite impressed it. When you breathe with, um, when you breathe with the coffee as you're inhaling the coffee, right. When you're about to drink it, highest cherry note hits the roof. Um, of your mouth I can taste it and I can smell it it's literally amazing it makes an awesome cold brew by the way um, I thought it was going to be a little different like a little too light for what it is but it's all it's straight up medium roast and then also get the imagine the imagine is quite extraordinary and if you feel like it buy the UV version of imagine that's yeah, the I'm one seeing in the, the UV bag. here. Yeah. The, okay. It, it's so. very unique. And then the one that I would, if you don't get the Imagine, the one that I would say definitely get is the one, um, I have to pull it up and everything. <laughs> um, he's one of my favorite people to follow in Hawaii on IG um, is Manny's. I think it's called Manny's Blend or something like that. This He's is a like, separate farm? Manny's Brew. That's what it's called. So uh, Manny's... Oh, by the way, if you do go to Buddha's Cup, all the coffee farms that are at the bottom of the mountain, 
Buddhist Cup pretty much owns them. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. okay, so you already know that you're going to be getting high quality <laughs> and everything. Um, but yes, Manny's Brew, um, that's Hilo Hawaiian Medium Roast. That was very impressive. I was very impressed. It's very, very different. Manny's Brew. Oh, and they even have a pea berry with cinnamon and cacao. I did not oh, wow. know that. Okay. Yep. I got them pulled up here too. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'll have to check that out for I've sure. I've never tried any other tea because I'm not really like, I'm not like, I, I love tea. I but, wish I was a tea drinker. I do. Yeah, yeah. If I drink tea, it's going to be iced tea. And I don't want to bastardize the way how they probably <laughs> have like want you to drink it. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. But, you know, I don't know. But um, yes. Oh, Heavenly Cup, I believe, is the first um coffee farm right before you get the top of the mountain where buddhist cups um tasting room is before you do a tour yeah but yeah um yeah definitely get them um imagine is extraordinary it's pretty unique and everything if you really want to um if you really want to try try that there is a major taste difference with with it there's an extremely different taste when you do the whole um ultraviolet blue light infused with it it's it's really it's really weird yeah because like the one that i had um it's not the medium roast it it is just their light roast it had a very unique blend it was kind of like i was as i know i had it before but i think this time around i tried the the blue light one yeah i was trying to decide if like i liked it or not now wait which because i'm on their site right now now which blue light is the one that you had tried is it the buddhist cup or the imagine blue light oh it's the imagine okay all of it is buddhist cup it's okay. just that one's just called imagine okay well no because they've got them they've got them as two separate ones they've got one under their own brand and one under the imagine but you're saying it's the imagine the, the it's all this okay cool yeah so yeah, because I mean same price and everything. It probably is just different packaging. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same brand. It's just um, it's it's just that um, Buddhist Cup. They own. <laughs> I feel like they own that entire mountain. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like I'm sure if you went to Heaven Heavenly Cup or whatever, they're gonna you're gonna see Buddhist Cup products right inside of there. Yeah, honestly. But yes, the one that I tried with the um with the ultraviolet light infused is the one for 75 for a pound yeah i did not try i think i did try the medium roast the last time i was there because i said because i did tell the girl that i was talking to that i was here like an x amount of time ago and i said um i don't want to really try anything similar yeah and whatever so so yeah it like it's totally worth it and everything. I already had their cold brew. Oh my God. Like their cold brew is just like amazing. <laughs> like I, I did, I did not get to try their cold brew this time around because they said they wanted to give me something different. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I am just like, you need to try their coffee. It's one of those brands that it's worth it. it if you decide to do a subscription, I yeah. feel it yeah. is one of those brands that I feel like it's worth doing the subscription, which is the coffee club, everyone, in case of wondering. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, um, wait, sign up for six months and get an eight ounce bag 
or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sign up for 12 months and you get 12, 16 ounce bag. I, I have no idea um, how, like I never tried their subscription yet or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was just looking at it right now. Okay. So Hawaii, everyone, like, dude, it was worth it even though there was no direct flights through Hawaiian airlines and yes, Hawaiians, the Hawaiian government does track you down. Pretty Which much. is good though. That's good. They do that track you down. You know, yeah. They, they do have to, and it makes so much more sense and whatever, unless you want to be one of those fucking man Karens or Karens that decide to go there. And if you want to rack up a $50,000 fine, like, and not and just do the most. I know a lot of those people who decide to pull fuckery like that, they cannot afford a $50,000 fine. Oh, most of them can't. And then they get all pissed off when they discover that the rules actually apply to them. But oh, it's like... yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Don't like, don't bring your fuckery to a different state. Or shall yeah. I say, really, it's it's pretty much like, like I said, Puerto Rico, different country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatnot. So it's worth it. It's just... If you are going to go, just comply with what they are saying because they're not fucking around over there. Just look at the YouTube videos of people breaking the rules who are supposed to be quarantining. Yeah. That, like that's yeah. an instant $10,000 fine and whatnot. Like, do you really want to make your vacation turn into an extra $10,000 for no fucking reason? I you mean, to, even like, that, even that, if you got crazy. it like that, like, is that what you want to be spending your money on? You know? Exactly. <laughs> like that $10,000 that you were saving for something foreign or whatever just went to a fucking fine instead. Yeah, exactly. So that's just crazy. And you don't even know if they have to do a court thing at that point too yeah you know what i mean so it's just it's just so fucking crazy but yes you have to do a pcr test yes it's better to get the pcr test done at your healthcare provider not an outside resource but if you decide to do an outside resource bring it as proof with your other pcr test that you did with your healthcare provider because that's Mm -hmm. what we did you have to (laughs) upload all of your files on the hawaiian government's website then you have to file which air flight, uh, which airplane you're actually going through because they're gonna try looking for you. It's really kind of crazy. Like they are going all out with tracking everyone down because they don't want people doing the most there and whatever. And it's just so, it's just so crazy. It's so freaking crazy. But once you get to your destination, it is worth it. Everyone like. Oh my God, you do not have to wear your mask at the resort unless you're walking around inside the building. But once you get to the beach or the pool or whatever it is that you're doing, you don't have to wear your mask and whatever. Like, dude, it's it's worth it. It's totally fucking worth it. And plus, I uh, shout out to Hapuna's Beach Resort. That's where we stayed, which is a Westin hotel. I never stayed in a Westin and everything. But I will say there was one thing that they fucking um, messed up on and that was really unattractive. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just fucking over it right now. But I was trying to do the nicest thing. I got a massage there mm-hmm. and I didn't want the therapist to have his tip taxed. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave him cash. Yes, they do an automatic 20%. And even still, when I fucking said that I gave the therapist cash, they still charged me the 20%. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah. And I was like, did you guys not hear what I just said? 
because you clearly saw me give him money right when he showed me the door to the front desk. Like, I just don't understand that nonsense or whatever. But with that being said, I'm over it. I've never spent that much money before for a service. I uh, like the only place I've ever done that was at a Fairmont, not at a Weston. You know, it it depends. It turned in, it was $400 for the service. Yeah. And then on top of what I just gave him, I just basically spent $450. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 20% on top of that, that'd be another 80 right there. I don't care if people do that for me, if I'm working, but when it's (laughs) me doing it, are you fucking kidding me right now? (laughs) See, that's the thing. I mean, I am not averse to, you know, leaving a, a good gratuity, especially for something like that. But it's like, if I've told you that I'm going to be tipping cash, then don't go like automatically charge me. Cause one, yeah, yeah, that's like mess. That's not very good customer service, but two, yes. you're messing it up for your people here because it's like, I, I will give him that same $80 cash, but I'm going to tell him, just say, I gave you 20, you know, that sort of thing. Yes. So you're not getting taxed on the whole thing, but it, yeah, it turned into a $450 service. Everyone. Um, I've only spent that at a Fairmont and Fairmont <laughs> is a, five-star hotel yeah, yeah. versus the Westin, which I won't say that some Westins cannot be five-star, but this was a four-star Westin on the way becoming a Forbes-rated location. I, mean, I will are, admit that. Like, yeah, but, there are very but, nice Westins. But, but yeah. that was not worth 450 <laughs> That was not worth 450 in my book. That was worth 350 at the most yeah. but i paid for it anyways or whatever it was a huge it, believe me it was actually a huge ordeal because they charged they charged me twice when because <laughs> you know when you keep on swiping oh yeah fucking credit oh, yeah. card gets locked okay oh no it's, i hate that. It, it was annoying it, it, it that's why i was like that was the only thing that made it really irritating staying there yeah that was yeah. the only thing and it was just and thank god it was only on the second day not like in the mid middle of the vacation, not the day before the end of the vacation. Right. Yeah. Thank God it was <laughs> only the second day of the vacation. <laughs> yeah. Not Tying anywhere up in the between. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was just, it would have been so fucking irritating. But with that being said, dude, it's totally worth going to that location. It is so stellar. It's a beachfront location. Nice, and nice, everything. relaxing. Uh, I mean, I saw some of the pictures. It looked like you guys had some nice uh, beachfront real estate there. Oh, so. my God. It was so beautiful. Like, it was just, like, so necessary. And um, I don't, you know what? Like, I don't talk about this, what I'm about to say very often Whenever we go to Hawaii, we think about it on and off again about looking for jobs there and moving there. And you know what? Um, it's with the with the amount of money that you pay to live there, with the way how things are charged, I honestly really didn't see a difference. Honestly, this is just me because yeah. I've been living in California my entire life, everyone. You know me, Santino, as already, like I've already talked to you off the record and everything, like numerous times and everything. Okay, so in on the big island, and I'm assuming it's the same for all the other islands, on the big island, the tax rate was only 4.5%. Okay. Wait, what? It was only 4.5%. I did not see really any significant stupid difference with the way how things cost. I we always shop 
at the what's this what's this gourmet um, place called again? Um, I think it's called Foodland Farms. It's like a miniature Whole Foods, and it's like a miniature Oliver um, Oliver's Market in Sonoma County. Nice. It's a miniature version of one of those stores, and I honestly didn't see much of a difference except for I felt like the food was a lot cheaper, and it tasted way better than all <laughs> those other gourmet grocery stores that yeah we shop at. It was just so all sorts of crazy. Like if we, we were talking about if we ended up moving there, that would be the main grocery store we would be shopping at even though yeah. it's so small that like the place is like what maybe two of our apartment all together. Oh, feel. so more like, um, like, have you ever been to Dean and DeLuca and um, is it Rutherford or somewhere, somewhere along um, uh, highway 29 there in Napa? Um, oh, no. It's, it's, it's sort of like Oliver's, but like a fancy version of Oliver's, but they're small. It's like walking mm. into someone's house. So like one room, they'll have like- Kind of reminds me of Oxbow more. Like, like Oxbow, exactly. <laughs> but like much, much smaller. So like, yeah, one room is just like specialty cheeses and like all the fancy fucking crackers and caviar and all that shit that you would set out for like apps. Uh, and mm-hmm. then like another room is wine and they got like the wine selection right there. Fuck, like I remember walking in there one time, like, I don't know- uh, you're you're more of a Sonoma wines guy, aren't you? Or do you drink Napa wines as well? Um, I think I'm more Napa. Now okay, that I think okay. About it. I think I'm I more don't know Napa. why I just assumed you were more of a Sonoma guy, but um, well, my bestie, like- my bestie, uh, her family owns um, um, a, a winery in Sonoma. So I always recommend everyone if you in Sonoma. And if she ever is listening to this, shout out to Robledo Winery and everything. Very small indie, and might I add, it's Latino owned. Oh, see, that's way. that's important right there. That is important, and that's maybe we need to do like a wine episode when. Uh, oh maybe my god! I've in one of these weeks, <laughs> you grab a bottle, I'll grab a bottle, and we'll sit and we'll we'll talk wine. But I do think that would be something to just kind of talk about you know, all the, uh, the Latino owned wineries, yes. uh, you've got some black owned, definitely not enough, uh, black representation in terms of winery owners in both had, Napa and it, Sonoma. Is there, now this is going to sound so ignorant out of all people. Is there black owned wineries in I'm, Sonoma County? Well, in let's Napa? see. Like gonna, that is like that, uh, like, I know that just sounds so ignorant to everyone. But like, let's be real, like most of the wineries are all European uh, um, or they're all white owned or whatever. Brown is brown is black owned. Never heard of them. Um, they're they're good. They're definitely worth checking out. Uh, McBride, I did not know, but they are black owned as well. Huh. Um, Bodkin, Lubje, I don't know Lubje. Um, Never heard of them. And Jay Moss, I don't know who that is either. Um, but again, that's the thing, not quite mm. enough. And, and honestly, there's not enough really Latin ownership representation too, but there's more anyway. So that's good. Yeah. Um, especially with- since most of the Latin population, unfortunately works in the wine industry here. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, exactly. like I'm not trying to be rude everyone, but that's just the demographic of Sonoma Napa County. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and again, you know, another one, like um, I'm trying to think, I know there's a couple that are Asian owned too. Uh, the uh, only one I can think bothered. of. <laughs> well, 
no, but, that's but again, you, you gotta 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 have that representation. Um, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Moonshy. Um, Never heard of them. It's the I feel like that they're just more like. To- I feel like Asians are more into the hard liquor, like sake, yeah, I, yeah. which I cannot drink, by the way, everyone, as I'm allergic to it. Oh, and I, man, that and sucks. I, and I haven't had sake ever since the last time I broke out in hives. So. We've actually got, believe it or not, I swear to God, in Arizona, it's just like this one dude who just like makes it by himself. Wow. Like, we've got like one of the best sake breweries out here in Arizona. It is wild. Like, is this a one-man show? Yeah, the dude is from Japan originally. And, you know, he definitely wow. like, you know, all the traditional whatever. But I tried his stuff at a restaurant one time and I was like, wait, this really comes from Arizona. But yeah. So like dude like makes it himself, apparently hand delivers it to all of his accounts and stuff. It's kind of hmm. hard to get your hands on. But if you're ever anyone who's listening, if you're ever out in Arizona, look them up. It's just called Arizona's First Sake. Not a super creative name. But yeah. yeah, it's just like one dude handling the whole thing from start to finish. Where is he getting the Outstanding. rice? Uh, I believe he's importing it. So from yeah, Japan. Cause I mean, yeah, because that's the thing. Mm. It really uh, your your skill in, in actually making it from what I understand with sake uh, is only part of it. The rice, it's like with wine, you got to have good grapes. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. You got to have that that genuine article when it comes to the rice. And yeah, you, uh, I believe they bring it over from Japan. So that would make more sense because the Japanese people are pretty stingy about how things are done. And if it's not Japanese, when it comes down to like the food and all of that stuff, I'm I'm only talking about food and I haven't even talked about clothing and whatnot. If it, when it comes down to the food and beverage and everything, if it's not from Japan or before, if it's not Japanese, they're they're really irritated. (laughs) Okay. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, no. And it's, it's wild. I mean, it's definitely like kind of a closely guarded uh, uh, thing. I know because like my daughter's super into Japanese culture just because she likes anime and everything. And it's like, that's my yeah. whole thing is it's like, okay, that's cool. But you're not just going to appreciate this one aspect of this culture. You're going to kind of learn about, you know, mm-hmm. everything that goes into it here. But like shit, ordering even just like the little Japanese snacks and stuff like that, that runs into money right there if you're ordering oh, it directly yeah. from Japan. So like, yeah, like if you really want to be like a stickler about, oh, it's got to be, you know, X, Y and Z straight from Japan, whatever. That's a lot of money you're putting into it right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, speaking of buying stuff or whatever, I was actually talking to one of my friends via Instagram about um, buying shoes, tennis shoes out of Mm. all things. We're talking about buying tennis shoes. And it made me think like, it's when it's like when I get ready to go on vacation somewhere, I try buying so much stuff that was made from that state. Like for instance, mm-hmm. Hawaii, most of the clothing that you saw me wear on my vacation was all made in Hawaii. Yeah. Most of it was all made in Hawaii. I don't care how much it, it costs and whatever. It's the fact that it was made in the USA too. So the yeah, money is yeah. staying within Hawaii, everyone might add. Um, it, it was like with the shoes that we were talking about, like, if I'm going to buy something like I really want high, I really want high quality. Have you ever heard of this brand called Hoka? No. I have never heard of them. No, and yeah. and the, uh, I went to, do you have a sports basement where you live? No. And, or you, you don't have an REI or anything like that uh, out of all actually, places? Like REI, I believe is headquartered in the city I live in. 
and I could <laughs> be wrong. Um, cause I know they do have like a corporate office, like 10 minutes from my house, but wow. we don't have any REI stores out here for whatever reason. So, oh yeah. my God, that's so weird. I, I don't right. know if it's like such a, I don't know if it's like a California thing or something like that or whatever. Um, I know that one of the biggest REI stores is in, I think it's in Oakland or San Francisco. It was like yeah, an industrial yeah. area. It was yeah, two stories. In, yeah, the one in Oakland, I believe. Yeah, that yeah. One's... I went to one of them and it was massive. But this brand Hoka, okay, like this man at the store at um, Sports Basement, mm-hmm. he was trying, he, this Asian guy, he just like totally like I said, yeah, I need shoes for standing all day because I work in the medical field and all of that lovely jazz. I don't know why, like, I just thought of this brand or whatever, but I just cannot, I know you can, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) I cannot fathom, like, spending an average of $160 on tennis shoes. That's not bad for tennis shoes, though. That's the whole thing. See, that's the thing with me. If it's not skincare... <laughs> if it's not skincare or if it's not like like I would spend that on sandals, but not on app. Is that weird? I would rather spend that on sandals no, over but that's, everybody's tennis shoes. Everybody's got their thing, you know. That's that's my whole thing. It's like for me, I don't know. I've got like some weird like OCD thing where like if I'm watching TV or just out in public, that's the first thing I look at is people's shoes, and I kind of zero mm. in on if somebody has like the cool sneakers or something like that. So that's always kind of been a weird obsession with me. I don't got a lie to kick it. I'm wearing some LeBrons right now. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I like, okay, for example, like I actually, these ones I'm wearing, I had gotten my daughter some LeBrons as well. And then my wife wanted some, but she didn't want the same ones that we had. So I found they had released like a China exclusive pair. And like, I was like, okay, no, these are more her style, whatever. So what then you, you have to try China exclusive. It was just made for China. It was made. Yeah. So, you know, huh. the, the sneaker market in Asia is wild. Um, hmm. But yeah, so he had released like, it's the same model essentially, but like different colors. And so it's like hmm. a regional exclusive. So I had tracked them down and you've got all these like secondary sites, but then of course you have to worry about the fakes too. So it's like, to yeah. me, it's worth it to pay a little bit more from somebody who's like, you know, a, a trusted player in the game. So mm-hmm. there's a site flight club um, that, you know, I'll, I'll buy a lot of my own shit from them. Obviously we're not sponsored the show or anything, but shout out to flight. <laughs> we, club need to be, we need to find yeah. a sponsor. If they want to sponsor, to find please. a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I managed to get these like LeBron's that only released in China from flight flight club, had them sent over and um, you know, whatever. And, and it's like, Honestly, for the price, which put it this way, they weren't, they were under 200. I'm not mm-hmm. going to get too much for but it's like, I was like pretty proud of myself to get them for like that cheap. That's so including cool. the shipping too? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Shut the hell up. Are you right? serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Like yeah. really? But yeah, well, just because wow. the size too. So obviously, oh. uh, you know, she wears a smaller size. Uh, so like my size, I wear a 12. That's one of the most mm. like sought after sizes by collectors and everything. So mm. anything I buy on the secondary market, it's going to get butt hurt expensive. But no. yeah, but that's you, that's. Oh, no. Go on. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no. Continue with what you were saying. No, I was just going to say, though, that's kind of the thing. It's like 
I can I can also appreciate the people who are like, oh, that's just a ridiculous amount to spend on sneakers. So like I get it. But it's like if that's your thing, that's your thing. So, again, like you were saying, skincare, any of that, whatever, like we all have our thing that it's like, you know, other people might look at the prices and be like, oh, you're you're way out of line. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what's Ooh, going on? Do you see wait, that? What the heck? Yeah, World I did champions? see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell is going on here? My camera just shut off. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I thought it was something that I did because I was pulling nope. up the browser. <laughs> that was no, so random. That, that was other random. random. For some reason, when we decided to do the thing episodic, mm-hmm. episodically, I've noticed that, I don't know if it was because of the, the title. I don't know if it was because of the title. But even the week before last week, it just skyrocketed. We had like an, a random ass 20 downloads nice very random and yeah. the last upload that we did was over was over a week ago before that from what i yeah. knew, from what i remember i believe it was on the fifth or something so it was almost th- four weeks ago at this point and um i'm just letting you know that's what's going on and whatever um it's um really interesting <laughs> just to let no, you know that's awesome yeah it was just really interesting and i feel like something that we should definitely um acknowledge right now are all of these new states listening to us right um and whatever so i'm just like i'm just pulling that up so they'll be ready for yeah absolutely it was just so random i i did not know that so many more states were starting to listen to us (laughs) hey that's cool though out of all places you want to know what was really random the philippines really the philippines like okay it was so random no but you know what that does make sense because it seems like for whatever reason like i know for me just following a lot of like sneaker stuff and basketball stuff i will follow a lot of like filipino things on like facebook and stuff like that because that's where a lot of these groups are based out of Mm -hmm. um and it does seem to me that they do have kind of like a I don't even know how to like articulate this properly, like like a podcast culture in the Philippines where they'll mm. just be listening to shit to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it, it would make sense to like, OK, if maybe like one person came across it, whatever, then it's showing up suggested for like their friends or whoever. So yeah, shout out they, to the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, they came up as number one, two, three, four, five, number six highest foreign listener right now. Damn, OK, OK. And Canada is our number one foreign listener. So I didn't even know this, but Alberta, which I did say that Alberta, Canada has been listening to a lot of us, but now it's our Ontario. Okay. Well, so, see, Alberta, you got to start listening more. You're going to let Ontario beat you like that. Yes. <laughs> it's just so random. It was so random. And I think. Um, I don't know if I even said this, but Spain just started listening to us the last time. Yes. Yeah. I remember last time. Yeah. That's, uh, it that's was really, cool. it was really random, but we'll get to that in a different, um, I guess like in this conversation or whatever, yeah. <laughs> or we can just like get at it in right now because like, you know, like we're so offbeat everyone. This like, is one of our more offbeat episodes. In fact, we have covered a wide range today. So yes. Far. This it's is... already been 90 minutes <laughs> from what I am under, from what I'm like looking at. Um, but yeah, you know what? We're already on this everyone. So we you just heard who has been listening to us. Okay. So 
I don't know if any of these are, um, I don't know if I've already mentioned any of these, but of course, California is number one because we know a lot of Californians here. Then number two state, which I did think it was rather odd, is Texas. Huh, okay. Number two. They came in at number two. Illinois is number three. The state hmm. that listens to us the most. Okay. And then, then it's Virginia. Then it's South Carolina. Then it's Kansas. Then it's Florida. And I don't even know if I even told you this or we even talked about it. Oregon just started listening to us. I feel like Oregon just came out of the woodworks. And then I mean, now that New makes Jer- sense, though. And then talk- now New Jersey started listening to us recently. Well, yeah, New Jersey, I remember, was on there last time. But really? like Oregon, I was going to say, makes sense. Because obviously, like, beard care. Yeah. Uh, we talk about coffee. We talk about beer a little bit. Things like these are all very. Mm-hmm. Very okay. Oregon. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say very Oregon. I don't want to offend any sensibilities. But I think y'all know the word I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Yes, I was, uh, <laughs> I was about to say but, it. I was about to say it. I was like, you mean redneck? redneck inbred like let's be real it is like okay no offense everyone anyone who owns property in oregon you know what i'm talking about my old neighbor um where i used to live they own property up in they own a stupid amount of property in oregon and everything that and there they stay humble I mm. never knew that they had that much coin and whatever mm. and whatnot. They just stay humble. They love living where they live and whatnot. All the above. I did not even know any of that. But they said that it, this is really random. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I'm not saying their names. Okay. So, but the, when they went to go visit their property last, a bunch of inbred rednecks, they even said it themselves. And Maria, they're white too. They said that they tried to kill them. Oh my God. Yeah, it was so fucking crazy. It, it was so insane. It, um, like, I know this is going to sound so crazy. It was when Trump was running and everything. She felt like she, Maria, they're both white. It's a white couple. They felt like that these people, they spotted the California car. And they, Maria, mm-hmm. it was a big ass fucking Dodge truck that they drive. They still felt threatened for some reason, and they tried running them off the road. Oh, good God. Yeah, it was like all sorts of cuckoo crazy. The story was insane. They kept on talking. They they filed a police report, and the police didn't do anything about it, and all yeah. of this. It was just all sorts of crazy. And I believe that they even, like, they were recording their faces, and they still didn't do anything. Like about oh, it. see, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, but see, that's, I don't know. That was in kinda... Oregon. That was in Oregon. Everyone. Yeah. No, that's that's how messed up some of these places can be. That's the whole thing. You know, you just. <laughs> yeah. My family owns property in Oregon, everyone, just in case of wondering. And I'm not saying all people who vote red are ingrates. The neighbors <laughs> that we have are actually nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, They're it's actually uh, nice. Yeah. And they love me so if that offends you if you are a red voter and whatnot i don't know what to tell you (laughs) i don't know what you're doing here if that's the case i (laughs) mean we've kind of made our position very clear at this point so i mean maybe you got a good sense of humor maybe you got a thick skin maybe you're just really interested in what we have to say but yeah if that's the case 
you shouldn't be surprised by uh, any of these opinions. Yes, you just should not be that surprised at yeah. all. So, um, but yeah, that was um, that. That's what I just wanted to tell you. I don't know why. Oh yeah, we were talking about the people who what state listens. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did we talk about all of this? People trying to run people off the road. And we're offbeat today, you guys. We you are know, offbeat. Um, any new beard care or skincare, because like I can't, yeah. because like I can't really tell you what I've been using because I have not tried. You know what? You want to know something that has really impressed me that I forgot that I had? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's in here. I swear to God, it's in here because I was putting everything away. Um, if it's not in here, I'm going to get up and go grab it like I am right now. Wait one second. For sure. Okay, so, um, oh my God. So while I was in Hawaii, because mm-hmm. um, you all know, you can, my toiletry bag was predominantly skincare. Let's be real. <laughs> so the stuff that I brought with me for shaving, okay, I was like, do I want to bring something that is going to be TSA friendly or am I just going to put it in my toiletry bag in a checked luggage? So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bring, um, the full size of shaving cream because I don't want to bring shave soap. Mm-hmm. I don't think the average sa- shave soap that I have is even under three ounces. No, that shit just doesn't travel well anyway. It's, yeah. yeah. It was really random. So I forgot that I had this and um, I'm going to give them a shout out because I forgot how much I absolutely love the brand. And it's actually Pacific Shave Co. The caffeinated shaving oh, cream. Oh yes, I used to use that one. Actually, I just finished my last one uh, a couple weeks ago, and that's when I started using the uh, the Aesop. But no, that wow. Pacific Shave Co. That's legit. That caffeinated shave cream. Yes, and it's I, reasonably priced too. It is one of the best shave creams I have ever used, and I don't know why. Like I literally forgot about it. <laughs> um, I, I didn't. I've never, I, I think like I bought this out of randomness about a year ago. Yeah. Um, I, I've been using them for years actually, but ever since starting the YouTube channel, I just started using different stuff or whatever. And it's hard to get through a lot of things. And you know what? Like, I just felt like buying this all over again. And then I brought it with me and I forgot how amazing this product is. No, and they do a good job. And, and like you said, it's, stupidly reasonably priced because like I remember when it first came out it was only $3.99 or $4.99 or whatever that's what I remember when it first first came time out. I got it they were literally giving it away because yeah I want to say you're right it was like $4.99 and then you got like a rebate of $4.99 but that oh, was yes. like they were doing rebates and I was like <laughs> I mean like I never do the rebate stuff or whatever <laughs> because like I always forget about it but yeah I remember that if you well, um, I don't know if it was like the, the California Target where I am. I know that they said if you bought this and if you bought the um, the aftershave, which I believe is caffeinated too, um, you get that for free when you turn this thing in or something yeah, like yeah. that. It was so crazy. But yeah, I forgot how much this lathers. Yeah. This goes a long way. You don't even need a lot. Like, 
just so you guys know what we're talking about, if you guys never heard of um, Pacific Shaving Co., it's caffeinated shaving cream. That's what it is. Yeah. It is literally amazing. It's antioxidant rich and the caffeine just because like the point of having the caffeine is that it dilates the pores. Mm-hmm. So it opens up your pores more as you are adding. Um, I'm assuming most of the people that that might be using this. This is just me thinking out loud because when I first started using it, I was not using a shave brush and whatnot. Like I mm-hmm. probably should have back in the day. But when you have the warm water already added to it and then you're adding the caffeine, it just opens up the pores more for a closer shave, to be yeah, honest with yeah. you. So that's like the main thing, what I really absolutely love about it. And plus, like, dude, like I felt like I didn't really need aftershave after using it. That was yeah. the other thing. It was it just hydrated your skin. Yeah, it's super and hydrating. It was hella hydrating. So yeah, shout out to Pacific Shaving Co. No, that's a great product. Yeah. I don't know. Me, I've been using, I actually pulled down some bearded Mac uh, beard oil and I just, I always forget how good those products are. Hmm. So I may, uh, I may have to re up cause I know I'm running low on their stuff, but that's, that's what I've been using lately in terms of beard care. Now yeah. skincare products. I do have one and this is just like so random off the wall, but, um, and I'm going to mispronounce the name of this company because I've only ever read it. I've never heard anyone say it, but hmm. I ordered it just cause I needed to hit a shipping minimum from Violet gray. Cause they got my, um, <laughs> They got my toothpaste tablets that I like there. Um, toothpaste tablets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of regular <laughs> toothpaste. Oh, you're you gotta, like, I need to start using toothpaste tablets. No, you got to try the these. Hell? So, toothpaste yeah. So, tablets. yeah, we'll, wow. we'll just let's sidebar on this for a second. But it's yeah. Yes. So if you look up bite toothpaste there, it's just a little it looks like a little like aspirin tablet or something like that. And then you just bite down on it and then you brush your teeth as you normally would. And it's, I don't know. I just, I like it a lot better than regular toothpaste anymore these days. Um, But I usually order them from Violet Gray and I need to hit a shipping minimum. So I'm like, okay, let me just see what's going to get me there. So I found this random lip balm that like, I wasn't Hmm. even sure I'd like it from this company that again, I'm going to massacre the name, but August, August, Augustinus Bader, Augustinus Bader. I don't know. Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, I think I, um, I think I know the brand that you're talking about. Yeah, and I mean, most of their shit is like ridiculous. The lip balm's not bad. I want to say it was like thirty-two dollars or something like that. So not not anything outrageous, but it is the best lip balm I have ever tried in my life. So that's just going to be like part of my rotation now from now on. Um, but that I is. I think uh, I mainly. Heard of their? I'm just thinking out loud. Everyone. Oh no, for sure. Oh for sure. yes, uh, yes. Um, Augustinus Bader. Yeah, yeah. They're what the way how I heard of this company is for their stupid expensive moisturizer. Their yeah. moisturizer is. And might I add, everyone? They're not professional, but there's a lot of professional estheticians um experts they swear by it and of course some of these celebrity estheticians they hike up the price by an extra 30 percent because their clients don't give a fuck how much it is they're just gonna buy it it's it's (laughs) it's crazy so if you're paying already 400 dollars for your moisturizer and they Mm -hmm. hike it up another 30 percent 
those bitches ain't bothered. Let's be no, real. No, like fuck. that is that's so insane. These are wow. like people that like when you when you read these things about celebrities trying to guess what everyday things cost. You know they have yes. no fucking clue. Like yeah. <laughs> yes, they just they just hand their black card, their exactly. gold card. They don't care. Money is monopoly money to them. They give <laughs> yes. no fucks. Like, exactly. <laughs> wow. So that so the lip balm from them. What made you try their brand? Uh, like that's I so said, I just need to hit the uh, shipping minimum, and usually I'll do because they have like. Uh, Beredo, Beredo, Beredo or Beredo? How do you pronounce that? Which what? Um, Beredo, Beredo. Oh my god! Then out of the loop, Beredo, <laughs> but uh, Bar- Barbados. Oh, I don't know. That's the Caribbean. <laughs> Beredo. B y r e d o. Oh, B y. Yeah. I don't know if it's Beredo or Byredo. I say Beredo, but it, again, it's one of those. I've only ever read the name. I've never heard it pronounced. Um, usually I'll just like pick up one of their candles or something like that to hit oh. the uh, shipping minimum, but they didn't have the that? scent I wanted. Yeah, that's them. The yeah. Cologne? Yeah. Um, they do good moisturizers too, like like hand hmm. uh, lotion. Not, I don't believe they do anything for your face. I could be wrong, um, hmm. but they didn't have the scent I wanted. So it's like, okay, cool. Let me see what else I can get just to hit the uh, minimum for free shipping here. So I just came across this <laughs> random uh, lip balm. You're and then so when I got weird it- about the free shipping for me. I'm just like, I will pay the extra coin just to make it get here faster. <laughs> oh no, for sure. But I figure if I'm paying for it anyway, I might as well get something. So that's, yeah. that's my thinking behind it. Now, the one thing I'll say about the lip balm, all the, uh, all the fucking, you know, manly men, whatever out there need not apply because it does come in a lipstick container. So that's going to oh. weird some dudes out, but it's not colored or anything. It doesn't, you know, go on. like It just comes in a lipstick container for whatever reason, mm. I guess, probably for a more premium feel because it's like metal. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, no, it's it's nice. It's like super, super hydrating. Um you know, all day protection. The one thing I will say is I notice it's not the longevity of it isn't great. You'll have to reapply a couple times throughout the course of the day, mm. but do that with pretty much any lip balm. I've yet to find one that I can put on once in the morning and have that be enough. Oh, you have to, you definitely have to always reapply. Speaking yeah. of lip balm and speaking of stainless steel, let me go grab what because you were talking about stainless oh, steel for sure, I, was like, for you know sure. I have a stainless steel <laughs> lip balm but let me go grab that <laughs> it's so funny we decided to finally talk about skincare and here we are so <laughs> this one this is by is clinical it okay. is lip protect spf 35 okay. this thing is heavy okay like when you get this it kind of i guess you can kind of say it looks like it's um a lipstick tube and whatnot but when people see this they're gonna be like what the fuck is that <laughs> okay so here's a regular lip balm this one's by ragged and dapper i use this all the time i have like so many it's not really that much oh, yeah. different yeah in terms yeah of, like the size and whatever but this thing is like obviously very heavy so i love this this is probably the best tasting spf lip balm i have ever used really okay best tasting but there's a huge but about it oh there is too much of a cast when using it too much of a ah uh, yeah, yeah yeah because um it and it is very thick 
So See, that's yeah, that's I was the have thing. To... Yeah. So when I put it on. You already see that white cap. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's rough because it takes a minute for that to go away. So if you're like out in public or you're going to go like what? And you're, you're looking like you just got done eating fried chicken or something greasy. Yes. You know? like... It is very <laughs> thick. Okay. My dad, it is best tasting. It does not taste like SPF at all. It does not have that SPF taste to it. But if you want one that you don't mind the taste and that has longevity, yeah, it's going to be the Kula. This I've never um, even heard of that. So, um, so Kula has been around forever. They are loved by professional skincare, um, and also they're loved by dermatologists, like actual dermatologists who actually care about your skin. That not talking about CeraVe bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait, you mean no, all yeah. the. Oh all the my fucking, god! The boss, babe. I'm my own boss. Fucking MLM dumb bitches out there. You oh mean god. to tell me that they're not selling the best products? Get the fuck out of here! Oh my god! <laughs> you know, it drives me so fucking oh, I hate that crazy. Shit. I hate it. I fucking hate it. So there's like these professionals I've been following <laughs> that are actual dermatologists, but they're not estheticians. Okay. This drives me crazy because there is still a huge difference between an esthetician and a dermatologist. Oh, everyone. absolutely. Absolutely. The esthetician knows more about the skin on how to treat it versus the dermatologist sometimes because a dermatologist is prescribing something bad for you most of the yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. You go to the dermatologist. If you have like a, if you have a specific skin condition, the only way how I would ever go see a dermatologist is because of that. And or if they are an actual esthetician, I hate well, these dermatologists that turn around. Okay, like let me let me maybe so real. I, I gotta throw this out there. Oh no, I'm not gonna sure. say I'm not gonna say this doctor's name because I do love following them, but it just pissed me off when I saw them do a CeraVe promotion. It was not sponsored. Hopefully, it wasn't because <laughs> it just drove me crazy. They talked about all the professional skincare that I use all the time and a lot of brands that I never even heard of and whatnot that are professional and mm -hmm. everything. But then they did this, they did this thing and brought up CeraVe. And I was like, out of all the things that you guys kept on bitching and complaining about parabens, right? we're going to use this. I, like, Oh my God. But the, pissed me the fuck off. But oh that's my the God. Thing. And it like anyone, me crazy. anyone out there who's listening, who like, if you're not up on game, Sarah V is essentially it's a fancier version of Rodan and Fields. Like you are putting <laughs> garbage on your skin if you purchase that. And again, it's not. So anytime you're buying from one of these companies, that's like it's a bunch of fucking MLM hunbots telling you about like how much money they're making and this and, that and blah, blah, blah. Their primary business is finding new salespeople. It is not putting a good product out there and that's yes. what sarah v is it's I, I just i hate to see people get bamboozled by shit like that what's that other what's that other fucking nasty brand that people talk about oh with the liquid collagen and uh oh God. Um, um, well I, well maybe they probably do talk about it um it's this other brand it's like sarah v um cetaphil yes I, yeah I just can't believe some of mm -hmm. these people talking about Cetaphil. And I was like, you're going to, you just promoted, for instance, you just promoted is clinical. 
okay, like I literally saw them talking about is clinical two months ago. And then all of a sudden they just said, oh, affordable skincare for this demographic. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I just, I, I was just like, I just couldn't, it was so unfathomable yeah. and everything. Like, I just could not believe it. I I, I was like, you're going to promote this toxic bullshit and everything that yeah. is just predominantly filler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just filler. That's all yeah. it is. That's what, that's what parabens is and everything. It's a preservative, which is I mean, an absorbable plastic. Yeah. Um, mineral oil, um, anything petrochemical, all of that is all derived from oil. You guys, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. gasoline, like fossil fuel. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, like it, I, I just can't. I no, can't. and that's the thing. This is not natural. It's not meant to go on your skin. That's the, it, it's, I mean, you're, you're doing way more harm than good. Honestly, you'd be better off just going down to, you know, Walgreens or whatever and buying, you know, fucking Clearasil and all of that off the yes. rack. Because essentially it's the same thing. Only a lot of times those cheaper ones have less fillers and bullshit in them. So yes, like yeah. totally, totally, yeah. Th- totally true. To go off of what we were talking about, <laughs> this does taste like this does taste like SPF, but it lasts so much longer. I only noticed myself reapplying twice, and that's after still because I just got done mountain biking today and whatnot. Hence why I'm still in my outfit and everything. Um, I only literally I haven't applied anything until um, I was talking about the is clinical one and has mm-hmm. put it on, and mm-hmm. you can still see that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. that that white cast is still there. So best tasting SPF lip balm versus the most higher performance lip balm, but does taste like SPF. I'm going to, I'm going to look up that Kula. Um, it just, uh, it does have that SPF taste in it and whatnot. Yeah. It, I got kind of used to it and everything. It doesn't bother me. It is pretty holistic almost yeah yeah. it's pretty holistic now that's okay so with the holistic ones though i find a lot of times they're a little bit softer do you know it doesn't have that weird like soft consistency does it but this one um it's more buttery okay okay more buttery when you use it this one is peppermint vanilla i honestly really don't taste the peppermint <laughs> i mainly taste the spf because it's yeah. hard to really cover up yeah but i think it's because that there's um zinc oxide so when mm-hmm. there's zinc oxide in anything you're pretty much going to taste it yeah. yeah so um i like but i have not looked at the ingredients honestly because i honestly know that it's a non-toxic brand and this is a brand that a lot of professional estheticians and professional dermatologists who are also estheticians use a lot so it was my first time using it and this was my first time using this since I've been since I got it um about a month ago I will say the only the best thing about this so if there's women listening to this put this on first okay the is clinical um lip protect spf 35 you put this Mm -hmm. on first then you can put on your lip gloss or your lipstick, because that's the best way how I would probably end up using this and everything. Yeah. But if you don't care about the cast, and if you're not really in my, it's just me personally, I and mean, if you're not going to be around people, like if you're working out, not, people are not going to really pay attention to you and yeah. everything. I think that this is a really good product for when you're active. 
Yeah. I think that this is a really good product when you're active. But if you're just trying to socialize and talk to people, people are going to notice a white cast. Yeah. Just so you know. So it takes literally forever for it to literally dissolve and everything. So, but yeah, this one by Kula, amazing. And this thing... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you already know that this is really expensive and what oh yes, they, yes like you're like this like it is stainless steel i'm gonna drop it just in case you guys don't believe me it's pretty loud oh yeah yeah that's solid <laughs> no for sure <laughs> that's solid so um but yeah that's the skincare that um i've been using and whatnot god i still haven't really talked about the whole uh Hawaii vacation <laughs> thing and whatever. Um, but y- you know what? There's just so much stuff that we've been, that we have not even touched upon. Oh, for sure. Like, did you, uh, now I don't know how busy you are. I actually did a soft reveal of mm-hmm. my brand today, everyone. Um, so those who are not following me, um, Greenbird555, you should go to my Instagram or go to my YouTube channel and you can find my soft reveal on YouTube. It's the same thing that I uploaded on my Instagram, but it's in UHD 4K. So you're going to, it was really expensive. <laughs> the, <laughs> the dealing with that shit, that shit is so expensive, everyone. So I did a soft reveal. I still am not giving away too much. Okay. But, um, but when we are done talking on here, I'm going to talk to Santino and everything. And hopefully he'll be appreciative and everything. Oh, of course. What I'm going to talk about to him off the record, meaning not on camera and not on here in particular. So um, the soft reveal and everything. Um, I'm so thankful for it, you guys. Like I've been working on this for a very long time and it's my brand. So I've had everything that I've been working on so far trademarked so far. Nice. I it is expensive as oh fuck. yeah. Oh so yeah. um I'm going to a conference because I believe I mentioned it last time that we were talking. I was interested in going to a conference and everything. I'm going to the National Esthetician Spa Med Spa um conference in Vegas mm-hmm. this um coming June. And um, I'm going there with a purpose is to connect with a bunch of people that are professionals in this world of spa and med spa life and holistic health and everything. I already know quite a few people that are going to be there who are prime examples and who are guest speakers and all that. So I'm just gonna pretty much see what competition is out there because I also wanna see if this is clearly a venue to waste money on (laughs) (laughs) and what I mean by wasting money is seeing if it suits me for next year because you have because like you know a booth dude when people say a booth like to have a space in that's for what one day or yeah two days of the conference a booth can range from a thousand to three thousand dollars easily everyone just in case of wondering like we're not talking about some run-of-the-mill booth and whatever i'm gonna have to make myself look flashy to get your attention (laughs) and everything and plus also it's costly for me because that means products would have to be wholesale 
Yeah. Because they cannot be full price because yeah. that's the, that is not what they, what you sign up for when going to this conference. But um, there's a lot in the works and whatever. Um, so I really do hope that you guys are interested. And if not, it's, it's just a learning experience from your end to see how a small indie business becomes more and more established, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that the main goal for me is to create a voice for my industry and more so more in particularly um, the therapists um, such as myself, because there's not a whole lot of representation of them starting a business. It's usually someone who's a cash grabber, basically, or it's someone who's never worked or even really actually care about holistic health or homeopathic medicine, and or it's an esthetician trying to do an NT's type of job and they say what's best for them. And I'm like, bitch, like, there's (laughs) there's a lot of bitches out there. Like, I'm going to be real. There's a lot of doctors out there that don't know what the hell they're talking about and everything. And I'm just like, you guys are like... (laughs) And if you look at my Instagram post, as I, I believe I've said this numerous times on this podcast, I talk about the word faux holistic. <laughs> I do it a little more extensively on my posting and everything because I just feel that there's just a lot of these faux holistic bitches out there yeah. who don't give a fuck and they're just using pretty words to get people's attention. And I'm like, are you even an esthetician? Are you even a doctor? Or are you even... Are you even an Ayurvedic doctor? Because you're not a doctor of Ayurvedic, but are Wait. you even an Ayurvedic doctor? Hold, hold up. Okay, here's me. I'm about to expose my ignorance here, but I didn't realize mm. that like people who did Ayurveda, do they just call themselves doctors? Or like, is that an actual like degree a person can get? So there, so you can be a doctor of Ayurvedic medicine. So you have to, <laughs> oh my God. I actually was so close to actually, um, I never shared this with a lot of people. I actually almost decided to try going for, um, instead of becoming, um, I think I may have said this to you before, but I was about to start um, a holistic med school, basically. Okay. Okay. A few almost a few years ago at this point, because I applied and everything I was going to, I was going to go for my master's and eventually go for my doctorate and everything. Um, so I would have been a, what is that fucking called? It's, I would be a little beyond acupuncturist. Okay. But I would have a doc, uh, I would have a doctorate in acupuncture, mm-hmm. but it was, a focus on bio-Western medicine. Okay. But it was still holistic medicine. So, but, you know, I'm glad that I let my husband finish his master's degree first. And then all of a sudden, look what happened. The pandemic came around and just ruined it for everyone. (laughs) So, but before that, I was interested in becoming a doctor in Ayurvedic medicine. But I feel that there's too many of these faux holistic bitches out there who like I am seeing the most random words being used right now. Oh, you wanted the the new one that I heard? Huh? Yogic scientist. 
or yoga. Oh, science. get the fuck out of here. You, do that. you even know what I'm saying already? Yeah. No, I, I yeah. I, I know what you're saying, but it's like, <laughs> that's not, that's not a real thing. Stop. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I need to breathe right now. Right. Am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. Are you even like, did, did you, are you just interested in holistic medicine <laughs> and just come up with this? Or are you interested in holistic medicine and you actually did a specific training, not some online training that was like six weeks and then you get like a little certificate, which is not a diploma or yeah. a certified piece of education. <laughs> like I don't understand. There's too many of those types of people out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just too much. So I w- like the, the hoops you would have to go through to be, to get a doctorate degree in um, Ayurvedic medicine was gonna take forever I felt yeah like. it yeah. was gonna take way too long but I was so much more interested in their terms of of an approach for holistic medicine versus Chinese traditional medicine it's a so it's completely night and day yeah, yeah. and everything so but that is like I feel like that would be like a whole different conversation if I was to really go further into it and whatnot. But oh, I just sure. I just wanted to like just let you know that's what I have been dealing with and working through. So I'm not here to expose people, but I will call out nonsense when it's necessary yeah absolutely absolutely like full holistic yogic science everyone but see that's the thing and and not to not to knock anyone's whatever because i definitely think you do need a balance of both eastern and western medicine just for you know overall but the yogic medicine thing the yogic science thing that's yoga science yeah yeah (laughs) and that that's you look like you just want to punch whoever is actually saying that term (laughs) yeah just trying to make yourself sound like you got some like important whatever when in actuality it's like you said you took some six-week online course and printed out a certificate that literally is not worth the ink and paper it's made of but yeah okay for sure pretty much like (laughs) no i know without getting like too too like personal i guarantee this person's not listening not trying to be offensive everyone no no but we all know that these these people putting up a front when it's not even necessary like it's it's, so annoying it's like these fucking dumbasses with their crystals and shit like that it's like that is not real and all you're doing is giving eastern medicine a bad name with your stupid you know whatever made up bullshit uh running around pretending you're a practitioner of something when in actuality you're just a a a purveyor of bullshit here like it's it's fucked up yes and like i like i don't know about you i totally do believe in like crystals but if you actually really don't really believe in it and if you just have it sitting in the back oh my god it's the kind of like that what's that thing called um that term that we that I've used a few times it's kind of like that um faux religious nonsense oh, with that's the bearded exactly community. what it is I mean oh, like oh. that's what I'm talking about oh, I feel God. like we need to finally touch upon that no I feel we like do. we need to we I do. feel like we really well, need to yeah and I mean that's <sighs> without even trying to still like we're trying not to inst- Oh my God. I feel like that those are the types that are unfortunately without really thinking of it, they're like forcing a fear mongering like thing 
on the That's people. exactly what it is. It's you've got people who are very, very afraid. And let's be real here. I mean, that's kind of the cornerstone of a lot of these like, OK, back up going to put a little disclaimer on this here because it's like everybody's allowed to believe what they want to believe and mm-hmm. like whatever gets you through a day i ain't mad at you for it like some people drink some people shop too much whatever some people believe in like fucking magical fairy tales about sky daddy and you know a, a, a fucking book of allegories that was written by dudes who literally did not know where the sun went at night but like apparently this <laughs> is supposed to be like the rules to live by okay yes. fine whatever like, like I said, if that's what gets you through a day, I ain't mad at you. But once you do cross over into that that territory of like fear mongering, it's like mm-hmm. you're just taking advantage of people's stupidity right there, you know, because yes. I mean, there's a lot of people who run around very, very afraid. And it's generally the people who have to make like the biggest point about how they're not afraid of nothing. And they're these big tough guys and whatever this and that. And it's it's all bullshit. But yes. it's like. You are preying on, you know, the mental weakness of a lot of these people here. And that yes. is fucked up. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know any other way to put it. And it does seem to be, you know, something that um, and, and you know me, I've definitely backed off of like IG and like the whole like bearded community and whatever, yes. just because there is such an unsavory element. Um, but it does seem to be very pre- prevalent there where, you know, <sighs> I, I don't I mean, what are you, what are you praying for exactly? That's what I would like to know. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, will, will, will Jesus make my beard grow fuller? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean. you, you know, um, I, I don't I have no answer to that. I just like I just been noticing a lot more religious elements coming into play with almost every single bearded person mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm just like, now, are we just all now bandwagoning on being faux religious at this point? It's like, it's like um, some of these people, we can talk about the crystals and whatnot. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, do you even believe in some of this indigenous culture that you're bastardizing right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you even believe in any of that? Let's be real. If you think about it, um, I'm going to offend a lot of people right now. <laughs> when it comes down to Jesus, he was an indigenous person and a person oh, yeah. of color yeah, and yeah. everything. So I don't know where this whole white Jesus complex even came from. Thank to be you. Honest. Thank you. And the thing is, like, you will get people who they will want to argue with you about. It's like, okay, Homie was born in the Middle East. Like, yes, uh, apparently. And I, I don't got a lie to kick it. I've never read the Bible, have no desire to. But apparently in the Bible, it said he had. I've hair only like read wool. the Baptist version once <laughs> completely oh, sure. because we had to in yeah. church school. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> but like, apparently it said he had hair like wool and his skin was like bronze. Does that sound like a white dude to you? Come on. Like, but yeah, we've got this like white and, and the weird I bet thing you is, anything, a lot of the people who are religious or faux religious cannot say that they read the Bible. I've no, no. read the whole fucking thing because we had to. Yeah. In my but that's, school. That's what I'm saying. I've read the Bible as many times as a lot of religious people out there have, and that's zero. But yes. uh, <laughs> like, but that's the whole thing though. And it's like, you know, when you're taking this, this, this 
person as your like icon and, and using him to like justify your shitty hateful behaviors or whatever this and that but you've literally co-opted like this middle eastern guy who was essentially like kind of had like very hippie-ish you know values uh, according yeah. to you know what i've been told and like turning him into this like fucking you know blue-eyed blonde-haired you know especially Thing. nowadays it's become even weirder because you know you ask some of these people and oh no he was a fan of rich people and you know he'd he'd be so pro-military and uh hate the environment and all and it's like no i i'm sorry but like you are you're creating him in your image and it's supposed to be the other way around we're but, supposed to be in his image, everyone. Exactly, exactly. But that's the whole thing. He's just kind of become this 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 point of convenience for you know these these very <sighs> religious or faux religious, as it were, uh, people. And it's just I don't know. It's it's sad. You just it really is. You just kind of wish that, you know, the people who claim to be so devoted to this shit really live their life in such a way rather than, you know, just kind of trying to make it fit into what's convenient for them. But totally. Yeah. I'm so sorry. My cat oh, no. keeps on meowing at me. Besides the be annoying. Yeah, let's shut the door. But <laughs> I totally get it. Um, I just don't understand what I'm looking at right now. Like, to be honest, um, I don't know, like, I, when it comes down to branding, like, for me, I never, like, the way, like, the way how I'm branding myself right now, I feel like I'm going a totally different direction than a lot of people have been doing it um because like why do you want to blend in with the fucking herd oh absolutely. and everything and like absolutely. i just don't understand that and um some of the brands that i've been following that are related to the field that to the branding that i am creating right now mm -hmm. i kind of there's some people that i just don't get that genuine um that genuine vibe, that genuine storytelling that I am like getting because like, let's be real. It feels like a story time. Yeah. People advertise themselves and whatever. Um, and then there's some that I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, I just don't know how to wrap my head around with what you're trying to convey right now. Well, like, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, what, what are they trying to convey? That's that's like the biggest mystery to me with a lot of these. I feel like that they're always like a lost identity. Oh, everything. yes. They're I like, think they're, you they're just always, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, they're like, I feel like they're always like a weird, odd, lost identity in everything. And that and that and I'm and I brought up um, when I said when in my description on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel, I said even the term using pretty words and I even use the word mental health but in parentheses overused yeah yeah and everything well so, and that's it, I mean, it's like, funny oh no go on oh no oh no no no, no. Like, no I was gonna you. say like, it is funny you should touch on that because that's kind of been my thing lately not even necessarily like personal crusade or whatever but just mm -hmm. sort of this observational thing I've had lately just in terms of and I will admit I haven't seen your thing yet. So I don't know if it's within the same context, hmm. but just when it comes to the overall like mental health thing, I think most people, most people are like injured animals. You know, there's some, there's some combination of afraid and aggressive and, yes. 
you know, we've kind of started to contextualize mental health as like, oh, check on your buddies and whatever this and that, or, oh, it's okay to have a day where you're, uh, mental health is more than just sitting around in your fucking sweatpants eating Ben and Jerry's. Like we need those (laughs) days and that's fine. But like, I'm very concerned that it does seem to be uh, this emerging like right way of like dealing with like mental health issues and everything quote unquote right way of course yes. and it's like we're really really driving certain points home that I don't necessarily are I think are the healthiest mm-hmm. and that is kind of concerning right there so when it does come down to branding and things like that I do find that a lot of times that is being catered to yeah. but ultimately it's like is this really within the uh within the best interest of mental health I don't, I have my doubts, you know? Um, I would say a lot of the times, no, because I feel like that the way how I talk to my patients, mm-hmm. okay, um, I have said to a lot of patients, now, when you're saying, because I said, because I'm talking to a patient right now. I'm not talking to just a regular client people mm-hmm. that are listening. I asked them because like, so what, what are we trying to accomplish today? Because I'm there to help them with their rehabilitation, basically. And they said, well, I'm concerned about my mental health. And, I, and, and I'm like, and now what exactly do you mean by that? Because yeah. I'm very concerned with people who actually use that just to gain sympathy and or like is there a real issue because you being here yes this can help you mentally but sometimes we have to refer you out and And what I mean by referring out is like I think it might be best to actually see a psychologist or a doctor and And then when you say that people are like oh I don't need to talk to anyone and I'm like oh really (laughs) <laughs> but that's the whole then thing. Why right are you, then yeah. why are you sitting here bitching about mental health? <laughs> exactly. No, and that's what's so concerning to me is there's become this like right way of like, oh, I'm so concerned about my mental health, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. Let me go on a shopping spree. Let me eat a bunch of chicken nuggets, whatever the yes. fuck it is that's like cute and quirky and I can put it on the gram. But mm-hmm. like the minute, like somebody talk starts talking real about deep. real professional help or something like that, yes. oh, no, 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 I don't need that. I don't need It's like, no. When we talk about normalizing, you know, discussing mental health and all of that, we need to talk about normalizing all facets of it. And that's like a huge one that keeps getting skipped over is it's like, hey, anyone who ever has dealt with, you know, depression, whatever this and that you have days where like literally it's tough to get out of bed and shit. And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. But again, sweatpants and Ben and Jerry's aren't going to fix it. At at some point, you do need to realize that you are taking on something way bigger than you. And you need to deal with, you know, you need to find somebody who is equipped to deal with that. And that is where professional help, things like that come in as well. Like, it's it's great that like the conversation has started, but the conversation needs to progress. That's the whole deal. You know, it always reminds me of a lot of these YouTubers, because let's be real, the you because like the influencers are the now the A-list celebrities Mm -hmm, and everything. mm -hmm. Absolutely. You'll notice that the like, I'm not going to say all influencers are great at this, but there are some that are just bandwagoning just to make themselves look better 
when they don't really give a fuck about you. Yeah. Yeah. Or about anyone else for that matter, even yeah. close to them, because we all heard a lot of these drama channels talking about that bullshit and whatever with God knows what and God yeah. knows who. And I just hate it when people say, oh, I'm just so concerned about my mental health and everything. And it's like whenever someone does something bad, especially like we're talking about like really damaging reputation. They're just trying to save their ass when they're an A-lister, basically. They say the first thing they throw out always, they always throw out that stupid um, fucking iPhone note. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Oh, yes. They, they, I, the <laughs> always that standard issue. That's a standard issue. And they always bring up mental health. And I'm like, aren't you concerned about the mental health of the person that you that abuse? Exactly. And that's like, the part that pisses me about? off right there is because, oh, this is like the last great taboo. So we're not allowed to like challenge people on it. So anytime mm-hmm. somebody wants to be a shitty fucking human being, they can just say, oh, my, my mental health, I'm depressed, whatever this and that and blah, blah. And it's like, no. Granted, this is something to take seriously, but it's yeah. not a get out of jail free card. That's the whole deal. That's like, how they've been like weaponizing it in a sense. It's totally been weaponized. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. They, they, that's like, that's why I don't really, if I do talk about a mental health thing, I always say mental break and I actually really pretty much go through with it i sign off on social media you're not going to see me on social media (laughs) okay for sure sure. like like i i don't when i say i'm not going to be on it i'm literally not on it yeah and like i i don't know like it's just so crazy when some of these a-listers sitting here talking about mental health and then they're the ones like doing the abuse towards the people and whatever like it's it's a form of gaslighting it's it's just weird it's so disturbing like it is disturbing no but that's that's the thing it's it's almost like an abuser turning around to their victim and saying oh look what you made me do you know it's it's the new version of that right there where it's like turning your shitty behavior into victimhood and i just i cannot stand it i really can't just because I don't know. I mean, I, I think I've talked about it on the channel before, but I mean, I've been in and out of therapy my whole life, just dealing with depression and mental really? issues and whatever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm mm. open about it. It's not something that like, it, it's not one of those things that like, oh, it's my go-to, you know, whenever, but at the same time, it's like, I'll talk to anyone who's interested about it and just share my experiences. I'm certainly not, you know, Is this something that you want me to chop out? Just wondering. I'm, no, I don't, I don't okay. give a shit. I mean, we can, we can even do, you know, the, the mental health episode. If, uh, oh my God. If let's so not. People would, yeah, people let's would, not. People um, would be like, oh, now you're doing a mental health episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Like, you but, can't do anything without no. someone. Oh yeah, trying to attack you or yeah. whatever. Like, it's so crazy. You know what? To piss people off, we really should do a mental health episode. <laughs> Let's just be real, because sure. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that a lot of these influencers don't want to really talk about, yeah. and. That's why I listen to a lot of underdog influencers over yeah, these sure. motherfucking hundred, four, five hundred K followed like bazillion plus influencers. Yeah. Because yeah. like their version of mental health is like, oh, my God, I feel like I have to be perfect 24 seven. Right. And that, but that's, that's that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, you know, if you've ever actually dealt with it and I'm not even saying that, you know, mine has been 
like the worst experience or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we all have our bad days and shit, but it's like anyone who ever actually has kind of like gone through it. That's super insulting too. When it's like, Oh, I'm having such a terrible day because you know, I fucking something was less than perfect. And this is what I demand of myself and blah, blah, blah. And go fuck yourself. It's like, I can't, you know, like oh, yeah. you're, you're looking for sympathy from me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I am not the one, you know? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, there's this influencer that I do like. I like them on and off again. They're not perfect, but they're way better than like, for instance, Jeffree Star. <laughs> Let's oh, just be real. God. Yeah. So um, the, I was like, this is a typical influencer thing. They were saying, oh, I was depressed because I didn't get a million likes like I'm supposed to normally get. And I'm like, bitch, you just got fucking 500,000 likes. That's way more than the average fucking, yeah, fucking like, influencer. You're still literally get. eating off of this. Yes. But yeah, you're mad because it's not it, enough. And it like, was on their okay. YouTube original, might I add. Yeah. They brought it up on their YouTube original. And I was of like, course. oh my God, of course <laughs> they just did that. And they had to bring it up on there. But, you know, who, what do I know, everyone? <laughs> like, it, it, it's just, it's just like, it's just a manipulation of the, for the masses, really. It, it is. It really it is. is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But it's, you know, I guess somewhere along the line, somebody figured out that this is kind of like their catch all and it works. And then, uh, yes. hey, everybody started copying it and whatever. Like, And now they're profiting point, off of it. Yeah. Literally, like I'm said, profiting like as in money, everyone. Uh, yeah, like, literally. They're, they're, yeah, they're fattening their bank accounts from it. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I really do hope that at some point, like the conversation can become more sincere, not just for like influencers, whatever, but for anyone, like, because mm -hmm. we all go through it at one point or another. And I think it would be nice to have a little bit more transparency, remove the stigma of seeing professionals and, you know, yeah. shit like that, whatever. And we're definitely moving in that direction, but it's still you know, there's still a lot of work to be done there. So exactly. it'll be interesting to see. Totally. You know, um, I think that this is a good amount of content. This is going to be well about two and a half hours, everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's only like, what, maybe 30 seconds I need to chop out because like, <laughs> I feel like with these episodic episodes, I feel like we're not like, I don't want to say we were, we were never, we're not scripted. No, no. We were never we were never scripted or anything like that. But what I feel what what I'm saying is like with these episodic episodes, I feel like we're there's less editing having yeah. to be done. For some I agree. Odd it's reason, a more natural uh, it feels flow. more natural. Yes, yeah. just like what you were just saying. It feels more natural. And um I think this is a really good um cutoff point basically um you know because i'm doing a lot of i'm doing a lot of traveling this month and doing so many fucking um whatever that thing is called i'm doing a lot of meetings mm -hmm. we need a plan when we will hang out face to face you know we Absolutely. really need to um we really need to get on that and I don't know what your schedule would be like for July. Not What's your sure schedule yet. like for July, you think? I, 
You know, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I know we're mm-hmm. going to be getting ready for, uh, of course, our daughter's going into middle school. And that starts in July at the either end of July or beginning of August. School starts earlier now than it used to. Didn't it used to start at like the beginning of September? Well, and- I went to a <laughs> I'm going to use this excuse all the time. Everyone <laughs> I went to a private Christian school <laughs> and we always started like, I think summer school started in july and then it was about three four week break and then it wouldn't be until almost the end of august regular school would start up again yeah but that was for me yeah and then i went to um the art school after junior college and we were going by quarters we were going by quarterly semesters not semesters yeah now see i must be tripping but i swear i remember when i was a kid school started uh around the end of august beginning of september and it got Mm. out around the middle of june now it starts around the end of july beginning of august and Mm. gets out in the middle of may so i I think that might be for like well how old is she she's like what sixth grade sixth grade yeah i think for this is gonna sound this this is how sheltered I was. <laughs> I always get this mixed up. Sixth grade's middle school, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the what's the school for seventh and eighth? Well, what's that's that, it's that? sixth, seventh, and eighth now. It used to just be seventh and eighth was junior high. And really? now it's sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like school, uh, well, public schools have changed a lot <laughs> since I heard of a public school when I was younger. <laughs> um but yeah that's hella random okay so she's literally going into junior high now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really yep that's so odd so i thought little kids start school earlier that's why i was like aren't they supposed to like if she's in so she's going to a school that's literally just for sixth and seventh to eighth graders yes yeah Oh my God. Wow. You know, that might be an Arizona thing. It could be. I, I yeah. No I mean, yeah. Because Santino's in Arizona, everyone. As I'm going by California and I'm only going by <laughs> Sonoma County because that's where I'm <laughs> from originally. And we all know Sonoma County is not known for education. <laughs> and when, <laughs> let's be real here. So, <laughs> uh, no offense for all the charter schools that are out here. <laughs> but, anyways. Um, <laughs> But yes, that's what um, is going on. Okay, but we really need to figure out a time when we will do a collaboration face-to-face because that is really necessary. But of course, last year, it just pushed everything further back. Yeah, just kind of like no one was fucking with that. No, except for the ones who just don't care about everyone else's health, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, (laughs) I mean, if you're just like a piece of shit and you don't care about your your community or just society in general, then I don't know. Oh, my God. I got in an argument with a fucking California Karen in Hawaii about masking. Oh, good God. And I recorded them. And I decided not to share it on my Instagram. Did I tell you that? Oh my God. A lot of people don't know that. I like, I said to them, you don't care about the health and well-being of this state who cares more about their health over you caring about theirs. Yeah. It was so crazy. And like, yeah, I cannot believe I forgot to share <laughs> that whole story but i don't know if I, I, I but i did save the video 
I don't know if I really want to share it like that because like I don't want to be that cunt that like blasts people like that for sure does well, that make sense yeah, I guess or, you know I, I think I there's mean, like, I don't know. I think if there's a like, line you have to draw. Yeah. That's the whole thing. If somebody's just being stupid, like, yeah. okay, that's their bad. Move on. Like, if somebody's being like, then that they they might deserve to be put on blast. But yeah, that's that's a judgment call you have to make right there. Yeah, that's what I keep on deciding: should I or should I not? Where did they leave when I said to them, "You probably shouldn't even be here." Yeah, they left. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick like that, not trying to be hella cunt about that or whatever. <laughs> but dude, that attitude they had was very cunty. Oh, see, I hate <laughs> like, it. I hate it. That was They're not fucking... that was that was not attractive and whatnot. No. Like, no. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, okay, we covered so much ground, everyone. Now, Santino um where can we all find you uh all the uh usual <laughs> you're like spots. so confused because like it was, just, it was like i was like you know what yeah. we have to cut this off at yeah. some point or whatever because <laughs> i still right. want to talk to you right after no this. for sure <laughs> for sure no all the all the usual spots of course um find me uh on ig at uh Velis and terminal um I noticed yeah, you've been I'm, active a little more on that again. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, just uh, kind of trying to, really what I'm doing is just kind of paring the account down and just unfollowing a lot of people. Cause like, God, mm. you just, there's just so, so many unsavories that, you know, I just, hey, I, I'm, I'm gonna let them live their life again. Not putting anyone yeah. on blast, but I don't want to hear any of the dumb bullshit they have to say. So I've just been kind of going mm-hmm. through doing a lot of uh, house cleaning there, but yeah, I'm going to, maybe make an effort to be a little bit more active on that one uh in the future and um whatchamacallit you guys can find me at greenbird <laughs> oh my god <laughs> did i just say i almost said dot com and then i was like yeah. wait why am i saying that okay <laughs> you can find me at greenbird 555 on instagram <laughs> and on youtube under that name and also now you guys can find me at greenbird underscore wellness instagram but i am not as active on that new account but there that's where i will be talking a lot about my business now on the there um the other greenbird 555 is still the most active one um, account that i use but i only cross interact promoting the wellness one on that one but the wellness one I talk a little more about achieving goals where I want to be um, mind wise um, where I want to be as a business and whatnot and what I stand for in terms of my business so that is something if that is something that you guys are really interested in and wanting to see the evolution of that whole process I highly recommend checking that out and also my YouTube channel it's slowly going to be revamped um, I'm about to make my website by the way I don't even know if I even told you I have a website but I'm about to make my website um not really active anymore mm-hmm. even though i just opened it like a few months ago <laughs> isn't that crazy i have to, goes. i'm going to have to have it completely redesigned to be able 
to have certain services um, be able to be transpiring on there because For like sure. it's just it is so costly yeah. <laughs> to have anything like Shopify or whatever on there. Oh, <laughs> who are you telling? I mean, yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. It is so expensive, and that's and that's just opening a fucking account with them. Not mm-hmm. even and we're not even talking about how many times people are using that if people decide to use that and whatever. Um, There's a lot of fees I'm looking at. That's why I'm saying this type of shit takes forever and it takes time. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to crank something out and have it look half-assed and whatever. But I will say that my website will be almost just completely revamped. And I think that I might have like a tab that will say coming soon on it. But I won't For disclose sure. everything. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see because like I still don't <laughs> even know what the fuck it's going to look like. For sure. So yes. But that being said, thank you so much once again, Santina, for making time um, of course, to chat with me. Absolutely. It's always so fun to talk to you and whatnot. Oh, because likewise, like, <laughs> it's freaking episodic. This is like no, almost, this is awesome. I'm loving it. This is almost borderline a three hour episode you guys we've been on here for almost two hours and 40 minutes wow so that's what's up (laughs) like and when i'm literally editing out one minute of the podcast (laughs) because like there's really nothing to really edit out (laughs) so thank you to everyone who's listened up to this point as well because this is uh, is a marathon right here um thank you so much once again and did you want to do the closing of course Um, yes awesome yeah absolutely so everyone out there like I said, thank you for listening up to this point, and we will catch you on the next one, the next episode, as it were. But until then, go ahead and stay you, stay weird, and stay off beat. Stay off beat, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.